Hey, what's up? Welcome to DeFi Discussions. This is episode 23. It's your boy, Yago B. Um, we're going to go over a lot of things today. Um, we're going to talk about um, one of my favorite things I've been talking about on Twitter. If you follow me, I know that you're probably sick of it, but we're going to talk about it again. Um, recursive inscriptions. Yes, that is right. Um, we're talking about BRC20 stuff, ordinals. Um, we're going to talk about... Um, some some of the um what we got here north korean hackers pocketed more than 100 million in the atomic wallet hack did not know that um they were behind that we're going to get into that um also something really weird happened um earlier this week um i believe it was promethium um a uh, crypto custody uh custodian uh company um went in front of the house finance committee and talked about how they uh, believe that there shouldn't be any new rules updated for crypto in terms of securities. We're going to get into that because I think that was the sec kind of trying to sneak something in before um, they don't have any cards left to play. But uh, let me go ahead and bring my boy shizzy in. You what's up, man. How's it going? Good, good, good. That was amazing, man. You did great. That was really good. Yeah. I was, I was rooting y'all at the, the background there. That was awesome. Yeah, we're doing a little experimentation today with, <laughs> with, with, with me uh, bringing it in. But yeah, we got a lot of great things to talk about today. Um, and let's uh, first, let's start with you, man. Like, how was your how was your week? I know it hasn't been the best week for the crypto world, but how was it for you? Uh, well, you know, I was on vacation last week, so I took some time away from crypto, uh, which was nice. Uh, Friday was the first day. Well, Thursday in the Friday was the first day, but Friday was like the first day actually in Colorado. And uh, it was hard, it's hard to concentrate with the family when uh, my uh, BRC20s and my, my crypto portfolio was taking a hit. But you kind of have to put that in the back of your head because, you know, nothing's going to change. I'm in this for the long run. So I'm just, I got to stop worrying about the short term and just kind of think long term. I'm I'm constantly DCA in every week. So, I mean, it shouldn't really matter, but it still hurts, man. It still hurts. But the rest of the vacation was really good. Um, we went out there for a wedding. The wedding was amazing. Um, got to see people I haven't seen in a long time. We explored the city. Uh, we explored some uh, some zoos. It was it was a really fun trip. The family loved it. It was, it was fun. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I feel bad, man, because I know I was, I was hitting you up in Twitter talking about, hey, did you see this? Did you see that? Um, but... Yeah, it was it was it was a tough week for for all of crypto world, um, you know. And actually, I feel like the BRC twenty space actually didn't take that big of a hit if you compared it to a lot of the other. Um, obviously, you know some some of the tokens, a lot of the tokens. Well, went, OXB, went down. OXBT was like a fourteen cents when it left. It was like six cents on Sunday. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, I saw a little bit less of those. Uh, um, you know, um, are you fading uh, LXBT Twitter yeah. posts? You know, you fading now and uh, I'm buying more and stuff like that. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, the entire crypto space is, is down. Right. And then yeah. BRC20s. Yeah, they are down. Ordinals are down, too. I mean, like you even look at the frogs, man, like I need to buy like three of them right now because they're they're so cheap, you know, and, know. and um, but there's a lot of excitement in that space and we'll get into that later um but i think more than anything it's it's like we've been through this before we've been through like you know the uppercuts the the gut punches um whether it's from the sec or an exchange going um insolvent or whatever right and and um 
you know, you would you would think probably if if all the news that had dropped about the crypto space had dropped last summer, yeah. we would probably be at like that like what eighteen thousand range right now. Yeah, you know, if not lower, yeah, exactly right. So to me, I'm still positive about where where Bitcoin is. I know like we did touch into that twenty four thousand today, um, and that was a little bit um, a little bit scary, but like we bounced back up into the twenty five, and you know, the news from the Fed today was actually kind of a mixed, it was like a mixed bag, right? Like yeah. you didn't know how to handle that because it was great that they paused the rates. Um, but at the same time, um, your boy, Jay Powell, he like seemed like he wanted to kind of keep, kind of, kind of, uh, keep that almost bearish, uh, energy a little bit is what it seemed like. What'd you think about that? He definitely didn't want the markets to get excited. Um, I seen that uh, he definitely came out with the uh, when he, even before he came to the th- came to the thing, everyone was talking about it was, it's a hawkish pause. And I, I posted on Twitter like a hawkish pause is not good for markets. And then because the uh, Bitcoin started shooting up to I think it was like almost like twenty six five, and I was like, this is not good, guys. Like I don't know why everyone's getting so excited and like buying the stuff, but it, it was probably just algos like jumping off the number, and then it immediately fell down. And we just didn't stop. It went all the way down to about twenty four seven or twenty four eight. But uh, it was just one. It was one of the things where it was kind of like I didn't understand why it was pumping, and then and then I understood that it was just the algos, and then people were, were starting to short it pretty heavily and stuff like that. So yeah, but I I thought the I thought the speech was kind of very tamed. He was uh, basically saying how we could we're probably going to have two more rate hikes, and the, the guy hasn't been lying. Like he told us all last year, I didn't believe him, but he told us all last year, we're going to hike all year. Like we're not doing rate cuts. And he's out there still saying we're not, it's probably going to be a few years before we do a rate cut. Like you're probably gonna have a different president before we see rates under five and yeah. it might go up as high as 5.75. Even even if we go down to 3%, I mean, we dropped, we, we went from 4.9 last month to four inflation. I mean, that's CPI, but you know what that's, uh, I'm not understanding is like, everything's getting smaller. So they're still calculating like, a thing of like Pringles at these big, these big things. Right. And then now they're getting smaller and they're bars. Well, are you, bars you, are yeah, so you're talking smaller. about the, yeah. The product sizes. Yeah. The, so the prices are dropping, but the products yeah. it's, it's shrinkflation. And oh, yeah. that's what I don't think people understand. Like it's still high inflation. The, the numbers are bullshit, dude. Like these numbers don't mean anything. Cause shrinkflation. I mean, I'm surprised the Kansas soda isn't, isn't dropping yet. Yeah. The I sky. mean, so, 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 there, there's certain products you can do that with, right? Like chips yeah. and and um, some of those types of uh, perishable goods. But like you're still get, like the 12 pack sodas aren't are the same. Um, yeah. Gas is gas is going to be the same volume in terms of mass, right? In terms of well, like how, well, how much you're putting in to your yeah. tank. But that's um, the thing is about gas is um. So the prices haven't changed at the pump for me. I don't know if they changed for you, but the 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 price at the uh, like at the barrel is like sixty nine dollars. It was yeah. it was like eighty ninety for a barrel um like a few months ago. But I'm still paying like in Philly. It's like what do I pay? I pay like almost was it three? I think I remember the last time it was like like three something. So it's not like cheap. Yeah, it's definitely not. It hasn't gas hasn't really gone down. I've seen yeah. in in where I'm at too, Dallas area. It's you know it's it's close to that, but like I guess I'm speaking more on like the everyday products. Like they did, I remember they actually did that. Like when COVID first like started coming in, the shrinkflation really yeah. happened, right? Like mm-hmm. they started repackaging goods and stuff. And I I, I don't notice it as much now. Maybe yeah. they're doing it for some of like I don't know like chips and and little stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like the few 
when I hear like, oh, we're not going to get rate cuts for a few years, it's to me, that's kind of scary sounding. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, from what I'm, I'm I was listening to uh, like a, there was a big like finance spaces on um, today with Wolf of uh, Crypto. Or, yeah, yeah. Wolf of Wall Streets and uh ran was on there too and there was actually yeah, yeah, yeah. some some pretty big like finance guys on there and they're basically saying you know inflation like when when you when you tame it is good it's actually bullish when you tame it but whenever you go to the point to where we get into deflation that's that's bad right you, yeah. it's like it's actually not good for the markets and then when you start because when you start cutting rates they say it's not good for the markets too actually yeah. so i think what what a lot of people were saying was you know hey that there was a bearish message and hawkish message in there from the fed today but at the same time it's like doesn't seem like there there's a good really really good reason for for that message to be there right it was almost kind of like it's it's like a preventative because it was almost like jay powell and the fed uh they don't know what's going to happen right so they're like preparing for the worst um, and they're actually, I, I got to give them some credit, you know, because when I, when I heard them say, you know, our goal is to get to 2% in my mind, I was just kind of like, that shit ain't happening. You know, like we're not yeah. going to get to 2%. Right. But pausing, this is the first pause, right? First pause in over a year and a half. They started in last, uh, February of 2022 and they haven't stopped. Okay. So this is the first pause. I mean, how can you not look at that as, as positive? Right. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens um, coming up in July. He didn't want to give any type of commitment about July. You know, he yeah. said when July comes, we'll deal with that. So um, I will say this though, like for the past six months, the, the numbers have gotten better and better and better. Right. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I think it was, um, we were at almost 9% in December. I mean, and now we're we're less than half of that and it's June, you know, so if we continue down this this ramp, I mean, we we dropped so much in the last. I mean, of course, in November and December, we we did have the uh, the point seven fives of of the world. So they, they, they were huge. They were monsters. And I think we might even had a, a full point. I can't remember, but um, we do. We got our man in. Got our hey. man. What's up, buddy? Hey, you're tardy, sir. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, am, I am super I'm super tardy. My apologies for that. I didn't yeah, have no my hair and makeup or anything. So, oh man, so you gotta get a you gotta get a make makeup person, man. I'm, I'm gonna send you one. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna deep, awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna deep into our reserves at DeFi discussions. I'm gonna send you hair and makeup. That's right. That's right. We, we can't have this nonsense every week. So we, yeah. Uh, what are the takes, no, I mean, it's seriously no no problem. Stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were niblis. We were just talking about the the Fed meeting today and and kind of our thoughts on that. Did you get a chance to to hear any of it or? No, I did not get a chance. I mean, I knew that there was the you know FOMC, but I just didn't know. I just didn't. I didn't get a chance to dig into what was happening today. Yeah. So basically. Um, Core inflation went down to four percent. Yeah, uh, yeah. 4. So, 0. so, so better than expected, right? Um, and but the the overall message from Jay Powell was <clears throat> a bit hawkish, you know, saying, uh, you know, that they they see that they're probably going to increase rates a couple more times throughout the year. Yeah. Um, but they paused the rates for this month. I mean, that, that was expected. I, I mean, do you guys know who? Have you ever heard of uh, Jeff Snyder? Mm -mm. No. Uh, he runs. Uh, it's it's a 
a podcast, a website, a sort of a training session. He has this thing called Euro Dollar University. And he digs into all this stuff in great detail, like every day. So he's been he's been very carefully um, making the case for actually quite a long time now, making the case for uh, disinflation, not deflation, but disinflation. And so he looks at numbers like he's not really looking so much at the CPI, the consumer uh, price index, but he's looking more at things like the PPI, the producer price index. He's looking at things like the Baltic dry index. He's looking at, you know, he's looking at other indicators of how much is happening at an industrial level. And he's like, nothing's happening. He's like, whatever the CPI is right now, wherever in consumer inflation is right now, it has to come down because everything upstream, all industrial upstream, there's nothing. It's a dead issue right now. Nothing's happening. China coming back did not come back like all he just goes down all of these numbers about what's not happening upstream from the consumer price index. And he's like, this is disinflation and it's coming. And that is going to affect um, that. That has no other option but to affect uh, the CPI downwards by a long way. And so anyway, I, I'm, I'm not smart enough to be able to really you know, get all of his all of his details because he's super, super geeky about this stuff. Um, but what I can understand at, at least a, super, a certain level of, of, of height is um, it's a pretty compelling argument that that um, upstream activity is is non-existent. Um, could, could you explain what this disinflation is? Yeah. So 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 if you have if you have like beef, like literal deflation. OK, think about it that yeah. very crudely deflation is like your car slowing down okay disinflation is you not accelerating as fast it's it's like deceleration right let's it's not like you haven't put your foot on the brake you've just taken your foot off the gas a little bit gotcha. so you're not accelerating as much so it's so dis so deflation is is well it's terrifying to any economist right because yeah de deflation almost <clears throat> can't avoid um a uh a vicious circle where you know employment goes down people have less money so they buy fewer things so companies cut back and one of the things they cut back on are employees who have less money yeah. like, it, it, economists are that just scares them um at, at, like they can't sleep at night over over deflation disinflation is a that's something more like you know that's something a little more easy to deal with um okay. Um, so, it, but if it's depending on what the reasons are, right? If the reasons you're experiencing disinflation are because of a technological advance or incredible productivity or new markets opening, something that's, you know, expanding GDP, for example, more than the expansion of the money supply, that's good disinflation because you're getting it for the right reason. You're, it's like you're losing weight because you're getting more healthy, not because you're starving to death. So there's gotcha. so the reasons why these things are really important. But what he's seeing is he, he's saying the disinflation we're experiencing right now is not for the good reasons, right? We've we've had so you know all of like the, the past you know 20, 30 years, we've been the beneficiaries of a lot of the good reasons, a lot of the increases in productivity. Um, but the disinflation that he's seeing now is simply because of things like demand cratering um and not for healthy, not for not for good reasons. Um, so he's like, he's not like, you know, doom and gloom, it's all over. He's just like, look, when we're looking at the cycles, we're at the beginning of what could be in a fairly rocky, uh, rocky cycle, um, to the down, to the downside. Yeah. Well, Sounds rough.
Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't like good. I don't I don't like anything you just said just now. <laughs> but, uh, let me bring my boy, our our boy, Lemon Law, into the show. This is his up? third time here. Goodness, I think but... he has the record now for the special yeah. guests. Yeah, yeah, I'm yep. killing it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you're, just, you're you're killing me and Shizzy. I'll tell you that because you're <laughs> more tar- you're more tardy than man. anybody I know. Okay, you go to a concert, you don't expect the headliner to show up on time. It's just how it works. Okay, yeah, but like you, you know, gotta let, like, you gotta I'm not Drake, the... so I'm not here three hours late. But like you know, it it, it adds up. You hey, know what I'm better saying? late than never. I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, you gotta let the host know though that that's the plan. I'm just kidding. So, okay. So we got Lemon. We got Nibbles. We got the whole crew here. Let's start off with our first topic. Um, Shizzy uh, actually named this topic. It's uh, Prometheum Scumbag. Because he does not like them. Um, Shizzy, do you want to start off with this? Or do you want yeah, me yeah. to pull Let's up the screen? Through. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it up. I'll bring up uh, my screen here if I can. All right. So... To, um, if anyone doesn't know, these guys um, at Promethean, they're a, uh, a fake crypto exchange. They're 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 horrible. They're horrible people. They uh, they follow Gary Gensler to the T. Uh, they they have no assets <laughs> on. They have no assets in the uh, in the, the pro. Yeah, I was looking up er- earlier, and um, so I saw an interview with these guys two weeks ago. And this guy, this guy, um, uh, Adam, was what you remember the last name? Kaplan. Yeah, Adam Kaplan. He goes on to uh, uh, CoinDesk and he starts talking about all, all like just about how Gary Gensler is he's doing the right thing and most crypto secure most cryptos are securities and just given the, the whole the whole thing about you know just following everything Gary Gensler and they ask him like all right what 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 um, what what's on your platform and he's like nothing it's like how are you a crypto exchange but you have nothing <laughs> like nothing on on the, the you're, you're saying like everything's a security. It just made no sense at all. And then today, um, uh, Yagobi actually sent this to me. Uh, the the uh, Promethean storyline has got to be the strangest thing I've seen in a while in the industry. He, has anyone actually looked into this beyond bizarre? So I, I kept reading. Last month, in the, the, the midst of the SEC bringing, ca- uh, bringing cases on Coinbase Gemini and giving the stiff arm to Robinhood and others, Promethean gets approval for the... F- for the first of its kind special pur- purpose broker i never even heard of that's that. crazy like, that is crazy so th- they get permission to be a special purpose broker and he's just coming at coinbase gemini and uh binance and it like i think and so like reading it more into this they, they basically put this man in the in a room with all these other other guys and they're asking him questions and he's answering them from a script the, the questions are scripted his his answers are scripted everything is just it was it was it was horrible like what, what, what's your opinion uh so so the questions were actually from the finance house committee if you look at uh for the audience check out the video it's it's uh, matt walsh on twitter posted about this but um what happened was is that uh Kaplan went in front of the committee to, to tell them basically to testify that there doesn't need to be security uh, law changes for crypto specifically and that everything is perfectly fine. But here's the thing about Prometheum um, is that in April of 2020, they filed a complaint to the SEC saying that we need clear rules for digital assets 
right, to be able to uh, determine if they're securities or not. Right. So so basically they were like, wait, hold, what made you change your mind from 2020 to now? I think it was 2021, actually, to now. And yeah. they were like, well, you know, a lot of things have changed in the space and blah, blah, blah. blah. And they're like, OK, well, let me ask you this. Uh, if I want to buy uh, Ethereum on your platform, can I buy it? And the guy goes, no, you can't. And he goes, OK. And then he goes, if I want to buy Bitcoin on your platform, can I buy it? And he goes, no, you can't. And he goes, well, Mr. Kaplan, Bitcoin and Ethereum um, um, take up 60% of the total market cap in cryptocurrency, and we can't even buy either of those on your platform. So that, to me, tells me that there needs to be some adjustment with the securities laws with the, in, in terms of digital assets. So basically, he gets called out. But what it seemed like is that this was all happening at just crazy times right whenever the whole coinbase thing was happening that the house finance committee was pissed off at gary gensler you had uh senator davidson uh push the push the uh, uh legislation to get gary gensler removed this past week um and it's just odd that it seemed like the sec almost like this was a maneuver by them saying hey look platforms are trying to uh do the right thing right um, and then uh, you can see there from what, what Shizzy is showing. Uh, so the three executives of Prometheus, can you go to the other picture? There's another. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one. So that's the executive team. If you look at it, it's first of all, they're scumbags, all scumbags, it looks like scumbags. basically three generations. It looks like, right. Or, or, or a father two brothers. Yeah, yeah. Two brothers. Right. And uh, that's their executive team. But then go to the other, other image. Oh, up top. Oh, yeah. So all three of these guys are securities lawyers, a part of this firm. <laughs> so it's just Ran like by daddy. Yeah. So so you know, it definitely looks like they're they're either trying to play ball with, with the SEC because they want to benefit somehow, or this is just a setup scheme to try to convince the House committee that, hey, look, there are exchanges trying to play ball with us. What, what do you what do you think, Niblets? I think it's hilarious. It's like it's like they're like, all right, all right, guys, we're gonna make an exchange that is gonna be completely insulated and secure and shielded from anything the SEC has to do with with securities. We're gonna be in fine shape. Great. How are you gonna do that? Okay, here's the plan, guys. We simply won't exchange any tokens <laughs> on our system. Easy peasy, right? And then SEC gets to go. Hey, look, we've got we've got all these exchanges on our system. They're following the rules. It just happens to be that none of them actually host exchange or touch tokens of, of any kind. So it's almost it's almost comical. Um, it, uh, it, I mean, it's funny. I don't know what the hell's happening, but it, it does. It does crack me up. It's pretty absurd. All right. Lemon, you, you're coming from a, a, a little bit of a, a law perspective here. So I, I already have a feeling I know what you're going to say. <laughs> But yeah, go ahead. I'm not, that I'm not an attorney. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Is that what? Is that? That's that's what well, I, I like. Like, don't take any advice that I say because, like, shit. Like, I wouldn't. So don't worry. Um, I have anything. None, none of us. None of you know. There you go. Oh wow! Like, I'm sure that that's definitely gonna <laughs> hold up. Um, so my thing is, is like this reminds me a lot of. Uh, there was a Bitcoin documentary. I don't remember exactly what it was called. I think it was done in like 2000. And, like 14 or something like that. And there was a guy that was fighting for like 
working with the SEC on different things and was an attorney. It was like, oh, like, well, I'll do this case. We're going to do things the right way. And like, it has like a, you know, where are they now type thing at the end. And that attorney is like heading up some shit at the SEC. So it's like, all right, like you guys were just kind of coming in to be like, all right, like I'll come in as the, the the good boy exchange and we'll do things and pretend that this is the way that it should be done because I know that daddy Gary's going to come in and give me a nice cushy SEC job. So like, that's how it reads a little bit to me, but also like, it's just absurd. Like none of it makes any sense. Like where is this exchange making any money if they're not going to be like doing Bitcoin and Ethereum? If anything, it's you have conversations of like, are those securities or the commodities? Are they something different? Like, um, you know, Gary Gensler was asked like point blank multiple times in different hearings. Like, you know, hey, is Ethereum a commodity or is this a security? I, you know, and this, the guy asking the questions was like, I asked you the question yesterday. I told you I was going to ask you this question and like not answering it, not giving a straight answer. And like, the solution to not being a securities for crypto is don't be a security like and that's not possible like with what the rules are especially that third prong i feel like i feel like that it's just like a it's a control thing like the sec is going to do what the sec wants to do for power like and that's that's another sort of thing that i i'm, I'm just seeing here i don't even understand what the purpose of prometheum is and like why anybody would use it like, well, to me, it's it's Gary Gensler's next job. This is where he's going to go work after the SEC, and he's going to give them all the power to run. Uh, they're going to they're going to make all the cryptocurrencies become securities, and then they're going to trade them here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't even look like a platform, right? It says uh, it almost looks like okay, they have their institutions um, link here, so they're obviously trying to target like large money, right? Um, corporations and institutions but then like where is like the retailers gonna trade like there's no there's no That's the thing they don't want option. retailers to trade we're not we're not gonna be allowed to trade crypto yeah well we have to pass that test soon you know oh, the yeah. the gary gensler test now i actually thought lemon was gonna come in and 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 defend uh gg a bit uh just because he doesn't defend gg but Absolutely like not. what what what, not. what what i've heard in the past from you is that you know um there there doesn't need to be necessarily a, a new framework for crypto specifically um but like it wasn't i don't think you it was your personal opinion it was more of uh of it is what it is at this current state yeah that 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 take is less of that there needs to be there doesn't need to be a like rewrite of security laws for crypto because why would they do that like there's no like there's nothing that is like on the line that is big enough that would ever put them in the position to be like all right like let's rewrite securities laws like you got all these companies that like are trying to do tokens and you know nft projects or whatever and their markup cap is like you know 10 million dollars like they're not gonna like it's a pain in the ass to rewrite all that stuff like a judge doesn't want to come in and like make a like new like precedent that's not been found that way and then have that go to the appellate court and like deal with that getting overturned. And then maybe it goes further than that. Like they're just going to be like, yeah, like you did some shit that like, you're not supposed to be doing. It says so in my little book, like one, two, three, you're out because you're a small fish. Like come back when you're trying to argue over, you know, $50 billion. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, do you think that? So I get what you're saying completely from that. You're 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 almost taking the perspective directly from the SEC's perspective, right? Like, um, but do you feel like they're getting pushed closer and closer to where they they they're getting forced to possibly have to make special adjustments for the crypto industry? I don't think that they will. I, I like I like I see it really as a is a complete power thing. It's a threat. Like, you know, it's not just like being protective for realtor like real retail investors or anything like that. It's 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 protecting the entire systems that's in place. Um I I just I you know, so like when you're looking at it like at that like from that spot, it's like are they doing it because they're worried about realtors or are they doing it because they're just trying to protect like the status quo and what's what's there and what's the bigger what's 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 worse for them to lose. Like it's worse for them to lose the status quo and their ability to do what they need to do than it is for like, you know, a bunch of like small fish to get hurt with whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, so I, I brought up Jeff Snyder earlier. Have you guys heard of uh, Ben Hunt at all? Yeah. We've talked about Ben Hunt. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I brought him up. Okay. Yeah. No, Ben, ben Hunt, Ben Hunt is, ben, he, he's, he's good. I like his, a lot of insights, but uh, he's got one of his podcasts. He was talking about how um, financial in innovations are rarely ever stomped out of existence. They end up getting co-opted instead. So they get absorbed into the system, they get absorbed into the status quo, and they just simply kind of get merged into what already is rather than stomping them out. So what a lot of the actions you see probably are less about strangling uh, crypto and more positioning it so that it can simply just be absorbed in, uh, in how things are currently done. Just whole hog yeah. suck it all in and then like like you were noticing uh shizzy we, we are not invited to that game now we won't be invited to the game once it gets um absorbed into anything else too yeah. so that's why you don't see anything talking about retail because that's where we're not we're not we're not invited to the party yeah that's why you got to force yourself in well you know, we're, we're trying to make our own party right like we're just like look you guys don't want to invite us sweet we'll have our own party over here and and, and not invite them and yeah. not invite and them they're, and they're all jealous exactly. they're going to try to shut our party down that's yeah. exactly it. They're, they're a little, they're a little because that. we we got scammers and lions and bears and oh my <laughs> oh my all right well yeah. let's move on to this next uh topic here yeah, I um, like you running the show. This is nice. Nice little break. Hey now, hey now, <laughs> hey now, hey now. <laughs> no, uh, okay. So I, uh, I know Niblets is going to be uh, interested and excited about this one, and and Lemon's going to uh, start us off with it. But um, tell us what you know about. Uh, let's let's talk about introductory exploration of digital and physical integrations for redacted including uh nfc capabilities so this is more of like copy uh, and paste basically uh integrating digital and physical products together right you want to talk about that uh lemon sure yeah i mean so yeah the redacted thing is really just that like there was different meetings that like i had this for that had a company in there that i just had like kind of copy paste type deal of just like okay we're gonna go over like everything that we can do here in a like 101 type course. And I try not to like crack people's brains in half, like, especially if they're in like the web two space and they're just like, I had no idea that like you could even do like a fraction of these things. Like the, like a QR code is like, that's the, that's like the, the, the limit of technology and where we're at. And like, it's so, it's so much more than that. But the main thing is when you're integrating digital and physical 
like items. Like I've always said that there is zero value to the digital until it's worthless until you provide a value to it. And it can be access. It can be a discount. It can be a part of a membership. It can be all sorts of different things. It can be a way of communicating, um, but it has to be thoughtful and it has to be something where you're not making merch, you're making an experience. And the level of communication that this brings to businesses and just like brings to the consumers that are between the other consumers in their businesses, like gets, gets really, really wild, really fast. But at the base level, like I, I, I say to, 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 to clients that like, look, anything that you're doing, it needs to be a thoughtful integration that has a purpose. If you're just trying to sell this because it's a gimmick or you think that you can charge more money for this, do not do it because it is going to like slap you in the face at the next thing that you try to do when it's time for you to actually integrate this in technology in a way that works. So like with the idea of like thoughtful integrations in mind, um, it's going to take me a second. I'm going to share my, I'm going to, I'm going to join on my phone because I have like how many different items I got on me. I got one, two, three items here with me that I can give examples for and like different ways that they're being done. But I just need a second to like set that up. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Niblets. Um, what what are your thoughts on on uh integrating digital and and physical products you know obviously like uh memberships and access aren't necessarily like tangible but they're still in a sense like that ownership right so what do you think about that well so so two things first thing um (laughs) you 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 were laughing a little bit because you know it's it's directly related to a project that i have uh I, i i'm trying to get started on um so so first of all, I buy into it. Secondly, uh, I think it's I think it's it's necessary, right? Up until now, it's sort of been technological masturbation. You know, we're just doing stuff because we can do stuff and we want to see what kind of stuff we can do without connecting it to any outcomes. And that's fine in the beginning. You want to see how the me- you want to see what you can do with the mechanism. What can you do with the tools? Um, but at some point. You have to then connect that to people's problems and you got to connect that to how does how can we now solve people's real problems with this technology and so this moment here where we're trying to connect digital and physical that's the moment where we're trying to take these highly fluid solutions and apply them to highly un highly stable highly concrete physical problems that people have and it's just the necessary next step i mean if nfts simply remain collector's items there will be a small market among people forever more. That's fine, but it will never it will never gain mass market adoption, which is kind of the point, right? It's mm-hmm. what's the point of coming up with a new tool unless you're going to try to maximize the number of people you can help with that new tool. It's nice that it helps a small group, but how much nicer is it if it helps a large group of people with problems that they experience every day? And unless unless that's your goal, you know, like that's fine if that's not your goal. But that's kind of my goal is I want to be able to take these technologies and apply it more more broadly. Um, I love playing with the tech and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not really the point. That's that's the sort of the exercise. That's the drills before the game starts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that, man. Um, You know, uh, being able to integrate it like everybody talks about use case and utility and all this. And and, uh, a lot of it's BS. Let's be real. Right. Um, But 
but once we get into like the everyday use actual everyday use cases it's whenever the crypto and 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 how it can be integrated into that will be looked at as more serious um but Shizzy, what do you oh, go, go ahead and let's finish well, i was just gonna say like th th this has happened over and over and over again if you go back in early recording in, in the early history of the recording industry you know when we were doing it on on uh wax cylinders it was just a curio it was just like a, oh isn't that cute you know you can record somebody's voice and they can play it back well fast forward a couple decades and it's a multi-billion dollar global industry for recording industry creating music selling cds selling cassettes selling lps selling streams etc 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 um so the people who started with the technology had no clue and they they weren't supposed to have a clue where it was going to go the whole point was they played with the technology and then the market kind of found a found a way the producers the the demand side you know we sort of figured out how this thing could be used in certain ways that produce value for people i don't see there any any difference here with with nfts and digital assets um so it's no fault that it doesn't have a, a like a strong utility yet um but it's still something we have to we have to try and drive past and this has happened before many times with with consumer tech yeah you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of ordinals. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Shizzy, Shizzy, uh, what what do you uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say boat uh, nibble. It's like it, I mean, the it's it's definitely go, it's going to happen uh, sooner or later. I mean, we're, we're uh, eventually to get into um, the NFL stadium. You're going to need like uh, a, a, an NFT type of thing to you know to basically get like a pair of shoes online. You're probably going to get an NFT first, and you can redeem them and in, in time and like when you buy a door eventually in the future and you don't want it right away you're gonna get an nft for that door that's redeemable all these nfts eventually going to be redeemable and um i think i think that um i was seeing stuff some of the stuff that lemon was sending me and it was really cool like hats and stuff with uh with like the nft on it and like the you tag. NFT and yeah that, that was really cool so yeah I, I think i definitely think that um i i just think the stuff that's coming is going to blow our mind and I think the real utility is coming for these NFTs. And I think NFTs are really going to um, stomp its foot in the ground and, and be like, we're more than crypto. We're, you know, we're actually, we're actually can be commodities. Yeah. No, and I think the only thing to be really certain of based on, on history and the history of product development is that we don't know what that, what that form of the technology is going to be like we're trying all these things right now and it's going to change and it's going to pivot and we're going to evolve etc cetera, etc cetera. but and we have really no idea what it ultimately is going to be maybe right now it's tickets and a few little trinkets here and there mm -hmm. great that may not be the end result maybe that's just the stepping stone that allows us to get to the next thing which allows us to get to the next thing so we don't know but i think it's pretty it's gonna it is going somewhere we don't know where it's gonna go but damn we need to step up and be part of shaping doing whatever we can yeah. to participate in that. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have to know what the ultimate destination is in order to get on board. Yep. Yep. Hey, I just want to give a shout out. Uh, we got a yellow PFP up in here. RC. RC from the, 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 uh, council, council community. want to give a shout out. This is the way. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, really quick before lemon, um, gets done taking a dump i guess or whatever <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's trying to share his screen but we might have to delete take your screen down oh really okay yeah, yeah let me do that um for whatever reason it was uh i wasn't able to share my screen on my phone which is where i really wanted to oh no, you, you know, will be we just got to take his screen can, down yeah try it again i'm gonna i'm gonna unshare my screen let me do that 
you can try it again. Yeah, so, uh, you know, this topic, while Lemon's getting that ready, um, it actually brings me back to um, Peter Schiff, your boy, Peter Schiff. I don't know if y'all kn knew this, but um, he's come over to the dark side. So, uh, he's obviously, playing in Bitcoin. Yep, he's, he's playing in Bitcoin. He's, he's not all bought into Bitcoin, but he does see, uh, I think he sees a money-making opportunity, but yeah. he also, you know, he sees that ordinals um, have use case and it, it gives Bitcoin at least, you know, the first kind of uh, use case in his mind, in his mind, um, to be able to do something. So what he did was he started an ordinal project with an artist and um, the artist basically paints these paintings. He, the artist signs it. Uh, Peter Schiff signs it. And then you can get an ordinal just inscribed on a Satoshi um, of that that painting, right? So um, I think it's going to take this this type of integration to get the people like Peter Schiff, right? Mm -hmm. The people that are uh, really just they they need the tangible more than anything, right? Uh, a, a part of the digital, right? They need tangible to be integrated with the digital or some type of ownership, if it, even if it's not, you know, tangible in that sense of phys you know, being a physical object. But yeah, I mean, what would you, go ahead. Take a step, I mean, take it a step further. Like when somebody, when you hop on Amazon to buy a thing, you don't really consider the, um, you know, the TCP IP protocol that's running underneath it, right? Even though it's necessary, it's a necessary piece to um, handle the transmission of data back and forth, but you don't really consider it. Now, at some point, do things like NFTs become that layer in a stack of technologies that allow you to get a certain thing where you don't even think about it, you don't care about it, you don't need to know about it, but it gets subsumed under the surface and it just becomes how things get done. And so you don't really think about, oh, I've got an NFT for a door. All you think is, well, I've got a door waiting for me in three weeks. You know, the door will yeah. be there. Yeah. So, so at that point, when it is, when it becomes part of the infrastructure, well, now it's permanent, right? Now it's, it's baked into the DNA of how things get done. It can't be removed and it doesn't need to be. Um, you know, there's, uh, it's, it, if it serves a particular function um, in, in transactions, in commerce, that we don't need to manage ourselves. Well, and great. Why should we even be aware of it? Yeah, I agree. Lemon, are we are we good or? So unfortunately, it's not going to let me share my screen from my phone. So okay. um, I'll be able to show it like and hold it up like as I as as I go yeah. through. But I was hoping that like you'd be able to see like you know as I kind of scroll through these things, like what that what that'll kind of look like. So um, this hat that I'm wearing was part of the first access to, and I've been listening here and there has been you know fighting my nonsense um you know about either gimmick or like does this actually do anything or why do we, we want this um and like it gets to a spot where it's just like what is being done right now is a joke like it's 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 only like like calling it scratching the surface is like an an, an insult to the surface like it's 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 worse than using your like phone to use a calculator like yeah. it, that's 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 the level that that it is here so this hat that i'm wearing right here was part of um the first exclusive look at a collaboration i was doing between a a, a dao and the artist anderson blue who i've worked with in the past so each of these items um have a 
digital twin to them. It's the Anderson Blue Pit Troop Collection. You can see um, that picture right there. So what we would do here, and I can't see myself just because, like, I don't know if we can move the yeah, I got you. Sorry. thing around. But, like, when I take my phone and I put it to this right here, okay, it will give me the ability to open up that site, which has all of, and I wish that it would not be so bright. Right. <laughs> I mean, we could like, see it, but are, yeah. Are, yeah, are, yeah, it was you good. See, you can see it, yeah. Right. So you see that this this hat is rotating, and the other thing that we can see for it is that, at least I can see for it, you can't. So we have the qualifying event hat, Royal Blue, it's hat number 19. There's 80 of these hats. Every single one of them has a digital twin that is attached to it. Uh, if you were to look, there is a spot in here for on-chain providence. I wonder if there is a dark mode that I could put that doesn't hmm. look so poor. Uh, yeah, um, maybe in the settings, just go to display and hit moon, and it should turn it to dark mode. But so it gives provenance to... You keep going. I'm going to see if I can find Gotcha. So what I think he was saying is it, it basically gives the provenance to you, right, being the owner of, of that hat and um, all the benefits that comes with being able to scan that hat, right? Because I think that was a part of the project that uh, Lemon had talked about. I think it's the one that, remember, he was talking about the V, the V, uh, VCon? Yeah. Where they had was, set up that. It was, uh, it was VDAO. VDAO, yeah. So uh, maybe there was like a, a, there was like a bar, uh, uh, lounge type of uh, event. And then if you had that, maybe you could go. I, I don't know exactly if that's how it went, but um, I think that's kind of the idea of it too, like being a part of something. Um, but still, that's just like one idea of a business. But like, if you sell something different, you know, that's like more uh, just different, not even apparel or something, you know, you, you don't have to associate it with like those type of benefits. You can just do a product or whatever. Right. Um, so it looks like this is a video that he took. Um, and you can see the NFT tags there on the side. And so when you scroll, it looks like, it has it the information held by lemon and then there was another one he sent me as well are those tags powered or do they simply respond to the the field that's the, that's the beautiful part about it is that your phone actually powers them gotcha. um, when totally you get too close nice. so um you could have these like underwater and yeah. as long as it is able to use a phone that is like waterproof you'd be able to get access to it so um, the videos that I have here, like there's two, two spots, right? You can, you can go in there and you see exactly who has held this token. Um, you know, this digital twin to this item. Um, you can even go to the open C page for the NFT that is attached to it, but there's issues there, right? Like, because I can just claim the token back to my wallet by tapping my phone to it, hitting claim, sign the transaction, saying that I own that wallet. If I were to have somebody make an offer to buy that hat and I accept it, there's really nothing that would keep me from pulling the NFT back. So what that will require is that like, if I get to a point where there are people that are trying to do that, I will establish an escrow service where like, you know, they can send that to me to make sure that like the items go where they need to go. Um, like again, this is supposed, yeah. Like just to make sure that like you bought that, you know, like don't buy an NFT on OpenSea. though. If you do, you're actually probably buying one of my hats and I'll just send you one. 
Um, <laughs> but you wouldn't want Little someone plug. to make the offer, accept it, and then be like, oh, cool, I got a hat. And all that they did was got the NFT that immediately gets pulled back to the person that has the hat in their physical possession, like in, in, that, in that regard. So these two hats, oh, I got, I, there's three of them. There's blue, there's black, and there's white. And my quality control issues on the white, as well as the desire for the white hats, you know, led to that next stage of the, this experience where while it was supposed to be an event exclusive hat, I've decided to like broaden that one because I've got high supply Two because like I'd like to get this into as many people's hands as possible that weren't just at the event for VCon and can see what this technology is capable of, where let's say you own the, the hat that's blue. Okay. And I, you have the token that's associated for it. When I set up my Shop, Shopify site or whichever site that I want to do with, I can token gate that so that the only people that can access the site or even be able to buy something would have to have the token that is for the blue or the black hats. Because the desire for the white was so strong, I didn't feel that it would be correct that people that I might have seen earlier that I told no, like didn't get the opportunity to buy and bought either blue or black or bought both. I need to be able to I need to be able to take care of those people. Like I need to be able to take care of the people that are taking care of me. And I need to make them understand that like this isn't a one-off thing where I'm just gonna sell you a hat and be like, hey, look at this sick gimmick. Like you're not buying a hat, you're buying experience that like I am curating for you over however many years that I'll that I'll continue to do this. And like these hats, that's sort of what this is, is like by supporting me early on, like and I can token gate whatever I want, I can send things to them like the, the idea that I wouldn't take care of these people like indefinitely, like is wild. Like, does that mean you're going to make money off of me? No. Like it is, a the, you know, well, my hats aren't securities. Okay. They're numbered and like, they're different and you're not going to profit off it. But like it, like my intention is for you to get the ability to see what is capable with this technology just a bite at a time. So it might be that like the first time I launched the white hats, you've bought a blue hat or a black hat. It goes up. You're the only one allowed to buy it. Let's say you miss that drop, right? Let's say that like I was going to go ahead and do the drop for the white hats and you didn't tap your, 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 your hat in the last month. I need to make sure that those people still have the ability to like get notified without having to do that physical tap. If I know that they control the wallet that the token is in, I could send them another NFT being like activation for, you know, lemon, you know, lemonomics, you know, part two. Uh, you know, August 17th, 2023, like, mm. and then now I've tried to get, you know, I've used different channels to try to communicate with them, but like the scale with that, where you can communicate with your consumer, like from a business perspective is insane. Like, yeah. Next level. You no longer, you no longer have to rely on some, on hoping that your consumer is seeing your social media posts or your email or your text message. You now have a physical item that is in their possession that updates with whatever you want them to see at any given moment. So you go ahead and you tap it. <laughs> and <laughs> no, no. Are you giving away hats? I'm <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I'm not. But you know, we can do a giveaway for a hat, though. I'm actually um, giving away for a hat. So if I if I want to go buy one, right? I'm on OpenSea right or, now. We want to gloss um, over. I, I just was like, yo, I'll give away a hat, and you're like, oh, I'll go on OpenSea. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Like, nah, like I don't know how many people are in here, but yeah, like let's give away a fucking hat. All you right, dude, let's give away. It's up to you. Hold on, let, let me get in the chat real quick. 
Hey, they need to go and they need to share. They need to share. We'll do a hat giveaway in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. They okay. need to go on Twitter and and share with uh, at least a thousand people. Yeah. Y'all go be yeah. first. I got my own. I got my <laughs> I'm own just kidding. On giveaways, like there better be something in there. It's like yeah. otherwise you're just burning money. Well, and like, no, I'd, I'd love. I would love for people to be able to see what this so, can do. So, like, yeah. go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, what's what's your project called? This is just mine. This is just you know, Lemonomics. Okay. And you know what I'm doing on the you know, physical digital side for activations. Gotcha. But, gotcha. Um, that might be lead to access to events. It might lead to art drops from artists that I work with. It might lead to, um, you know, more things that can be like purchased, but to add to the experience, um, it might be something that whitelists for projects later on. Like it might be something that you're just like, Oh, like this was a fun little gimmick. Like that guy was a whack job. This, this stuff sucks. Like, it could go anywhere like but i'm not going to let it just die out like based off of like not trying if i've got 15 people with hats i'm taking care of 15 people with hats that's kind of how i look at it so yeah um <clears throat> the, the thing is is you have the ability to share information that is also like curated to what people are doing if you know that blue hat number 25 has bought every single thing that you have done there's nothing stopping me from sending them the ownership of whatever token that I want to do and then mailing it to them because I probably have their mailing address from whatever, right? Like if I want to make sure that like this person gets a link specific to them to take care of them, maybe an access code, whatever, I can push that to the chip in there. Like today you might tap your hat and it pops up as the blue like outline tomorrow. It might pop out as, as the blue, like, you know, video graphic, but let's say next week I have it, that it changes that it goes from blue to white. And now you have the ability to, to access the white hat. Like, you didn't have I didn't have to send you a text message, an email, whatever. You probably are frankly, you're probably tapping it because it's like if anybody's like, yo, sick hat dude, you're probably like, you think that's cool? Check this shit out. Like, yeah. And now you've like stumbled into the next phase. Like For sure. you know, you have it that like you can have it lead to different websites, you can have like own, you know, their own like curated marketing campaigns. And that's just if you're updating the group of hats that like might be in the same batch. Like if you'd batch them in different sizes and, and different cat, like different ways of like doing those updates, like you can make sure that you're tearing those words up in a way that like actually matters to people. So yeah. like to me, it's always just like right now we're in a spot where people seem to think that the technology for this stuff is wildly expensive because of what people are pricing at. Okay. Like there's a project right now that I know of, like that, like announced that, that, that announced something where the price is 0.45 ETH for a fucking t-shirt. Okay. Jeez. I don't care what you do with that shirt later on. And like, like, I, like I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure that there's a possibility that like this project, like hears it. Okay. But that's inexcusable. Okay. Like there's no reason that you should be charging a thousand dollars, $800 for a t-shirt because it has some NFC technology in it. Other, co other companies that I've seen doing it, uh, uh, you know, BBC has incorporated, you know, Billionaire Boys Club Pharrell's project has incorporated an NFC chip into a shirt that I own. That shirt was $125. Do you know how much it costs for me to actually get the chip? How much? 12 bucks? $5 at 500, four for a thousand and above a thousand three. Yeah. So you tell me what work is being, it, even if you did an entire dev build out specifically for the token that you are doing, okay, 
if you had a hundred shirts that are selling for a thousand dollars each, okay, you could hire a like a full stock dev, like full time to build out whatever you're doing. And only then would I say maybe you're delivering the value that's behind it. Other than that, it's just like, hey, buy this. There might be some game to it. We might be doing something le- like later on. But like, you know, it's it, it doesn't need to be like that. And it's really frustrating for me to see it on that end where it's like, hey, I want this to be accessible to people. And I don't want them to think that they're just paying a bunch of money for a gimmick. Okay. Like the price ranges on my hat right now, they're $50, but they're not $50 because the chip is incorporated and is driving that price up. They're $50 because the experience is going to couple with it is probably worth an, a, you know, a set amount of money. It's not just a hat, you know, but also my fixed costs for it were higher than I was expecting them to be. And I'm just always very frank, like every hat that I sell, okay, had cost me $34 to make. So that's wildly expensive. It's way too expensive for what it should be. And it's more than what I probably would have expected people to accept because hats are kind of strange items that not everybody wants to wear a hat. And $50 is probably one of the most expensive hats that they, that they own. But if I was also like saying like, what is this actually worth and what it is going to do? Even if the hat cost me $10 to make, I truly think that the experience and what can be done with it is worth in the 60 to $70 range. But I'm not getting ridiculous and being like, oh, the experience I'm going to put together is like nothing you've ever seen. And it's $300 a hat. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I think that's fair. And, um, if you if you're serious about that we can do a hat giveaway um just make sure that shizzy's gonna put um our twitter in the uh description and just uh make sure you're following the twitter because we'll put a a post on there because we're not gonna have enough time to do anything live right now but uh just follow the twitter we'll put the uh, information on that um i want to get niblet's uh uh, perspective on this and and if he he has any questions because i know that he was been talking to me about something like this uh for a for a little bit um so niblets go ahead and uh stage is yours <laughs> all right well we'll we'll have to take that conversation about uh about my burgeoning what are my burgeoning projects um offline um, yeah you don't talk but, about the brand but yeah uh, you but, no, but no i, I mean the, the, the connection with like i said before the connection with the physical world with the real world that's the that's the level of value that reaches beyond us geeks who love to play with the tech. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that gives them a reason to participate and want to participate and talk about this with other people. This is this this is what allows our our our, our love of the technology to break out of this small bubble and do things for other people and, and and sort of spread participation. So I think it's brilliant. I mean, this is this is where not just brilliant. This is necessary. It, we need to go in this direction. Um, and that said, you know, 50 bucks for a hat. I mean, anybody who's ever released a product before, you know, a small run is going to be expensive and so 50, bucks, 50 bucks a hat for a small run of a few dozen, even a couple hundred perfectly reasonable. If you're one of the people who owns one of the 20 of that class of hat that ever exists, paying 50 bucks, dropping 50 bucks for it. Right. Not a, that's fine. That's not perfect. bad at all. That's yeah. That's I, I, I think I paid like what 40 50 bucks for a Phillies hat so yeah, i mean that's not exactly exactly there you go so um so yeah you know that that sort of small run small run slightly higher dollar value i think is, is perfectly reasonable i think yeah. we're interested that's not going to be a problem for them. not even not a problem that's good that's gonna be fully expected you know you walk yeah. around it's unique. the um you know the giveaway that we're gonna do is gonna be for a blue hat 
um, just because the contracts for the black hat aren't live and I don't want to have to try to collect the information like later on if like something changes. But like, for example, like here's a black hat, same green bottom on all of these. I've hand curved, the, like it's not just that it's like I like had them made, like I hand curved every single one of them. Okay. If, I send, you, if like, I send you my Mavs hat, can you hand curve that for me? Bro? Absolutely, I can. Absolutely, I can. Like, you know, so because when I was looking at them and I and I and I got them in, I was like, damn, like I look like a punk wearing this hat. Like, and then I curved it. And I was like, the quality like feels way better, just because the look now feels better. But like, yeah. you know, again, so you have black in this version, right? You know, something like this. You know, sleek integrated. If you were to tap the chip on that one, it's going to bring up a black video. And, you know, then you have the white right here. You know, it's a yeah. great golf hat. Like, you know, that's what I was having a lot of people ask for. It's like, oh, like, I want that for the golf course. And I'm like, yeah. I got like 25 of them. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So, so, this is well, fun. Does anybody ride motorcycles here? Okay. No. So, if you, so if you've ever ridden a motorcycle, um, you learn very quickly is when you pass another person on a bike on the street, you, you give a you give a little little finger, a little nod, a little wave as you as you ride by each other. And I, when I first got a motorbike, I was like, well, "That's weird." Then I realized what it was. It was just a little acknowledgement, like you know, you're in the club, welcome. And so, yeah. you know, having that little thing. So, some you walk, you're you're down on the you're uh, you're on the links somewhere, and you see somebody else with that hat across the links. You're like, just a little little acknowledgement. You know, you're in the you're in the club. Welcome. Look, even if you had it that you were you both had that hat and you met somebody that was also in there, right? Like they could claim the ownership of your hat. You could pull it back. And now like that meaning the second that you had it, like is saved on chain. Like there's that other aspect to it that like I could go through the transactions and be like anybody that has this hat, but then also met me. And I know that I met you because I pulled that to my wallet and you pulled it back. Like that's yep. another level that I can curate that experience for that. They didn't cost anybody any money. Yep, for sure. For sure, you can, yeah. you can, you can act, actually like the time you guys met. You can actually like put it on chain. Like, I met yeah. you exactly like, August thirteenth at you know two o'clock, and I show you that proof on chain. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, the big brands obviously are kind of heading towards this. You see, like uh, I think it was um, like you'll you'll have luxury like Gucci and then luxury vehicle brands too that are getting incorporated with NFT stuff, and so. Um, we're just not, I don't feel like the, the large corporations are there yet, but like, you know, it starts, I think with like innovators, like in small business and stuff. Right. And then if it catches, then that's whenever the, the larger market, uh, starts to catch up. Um, cool. Well, that was, that was really interesting. Uh, awesome. yeah, I was, that, I appreciate, uh, that breakdown. looks like we got some more here. A little oh, wait. There's yeah. more, but wait, there's more. Sham, what was it? Sham, Sham, wow, Sham, wow. Hey, hey, you realized yeah, yeah. I was muted. Yeah. Um, so this is a sneaker, it was done by the project, uh, Medikix Sneak Mart. Um, they had a collaboration with the sneaker customizer, uh, Staniflu or Flu Customs. Okay. There are 25 of this model of the New Balance, uh, I believe they're the 9060. No, oh, yeah, shoot, the, those are the New the Balances 1906D, correct. Oh, nice. And in the right, in the right gold um, logo here, if I tap my phone to it, it pulls up to a link that is attached to the token of this, and it brings me to like the Medikix. Like, and Shizzy, I'll send you a picture of like what that looks like, because oh, uh, yeah. I can be as techy as possible, but I'm still an idiot on the way that things work. Um, no worries, man. So the <laughs> like 
the, the thing for that is, is like this now is, is like how, like it, there's, there's, there's a level of, 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 of just proof of <laughs> they're being real. That's a really weird way for me to say that, like, they're not fake. Okay. Like you have a way to make sure that like your shoes are legitimate. Like you could get the shoe remade in a factory in China, but if it doesn't include the token to it, then it's fake. Like, and like, that's where like there, I've seen a lot of this, these applications is making sure that like counterfeit goods, like are known to be counterfeit. The more that you, you know, if it costs me $5 or if you're, you know, you're talking at scale, maybe doing a run of 80,000 sneakers and it costs you $3 so that like your customer can make sure that when they're buying later down the road on the secondary market, that they're getting a real pair of shoes. Like now we have it that like, I don't need a. Like, I don't need to send shoes from StockX to have them verify or eBay or whatever. You tap it. If it comes up, it's real. If it doesn't, it's fake. Like, yeah. it's simple as that. That's, dude, that's a huge point uh, that you make right there because, you know, um, you have StockX, you have Go, uh, you have all these, like, uh, validators that, that, Really, they're making so much money too, just to make sure that the the shoes are uh, not counterfeit. When you can really do it with like NFTs, yeah. you can do that with NFTs because, you know, each NFT for each shoe that's uh, pr produced is going to be different, right? So, like, how is there going to be a, a factory in China that's going to be able to duplicate an actual NFT that that is in their the the manufacturing company's system, right? Um, so. That's, that's awesome. Even if you got it to bring up the proper link, right? Like, or even if you got it to bring up the, like, what would look like the proper site, like, there's no way for you to fake the actual, like, chip redirection themselves. Like, when I tap on my hat, right, after a certain amount of time, it says link destroyed. Like, it's not going to allow me to redirect from some other random chip to this website. The website that, like, shows up is not... It, it, it's not something that you can you you can fake like there's the actual physical chip that has its own serialization there's the actual nft that has its own like serialization and then it's incorporated in the hat like honestly if you're going to spend that much time trying to make a fake like you should just work on like just making it like real stuff yeah 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 for sure for sure hey well uh we got bonk brc20 um just loving those shoes loving those shoes uh Little, little shout out to Bonk. Um, all right, so um, if if y'all the audience, you know, Lemon's been on the show with us three times. If you don't know, he's he's got a lot of experience in the NFT space. Um, he he was on a, a a pretty big project with uh what was it called Pigeon? It was a uh, Stapleverse. I actually brought Sta Stapleverse. Stapleverse like, with uh, okay. So another 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 thing. Like I can make sure. But that wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, there's always, more. there's always more, dude. So, like, we did a collaboration with Crocs, and there was an NFT sold that got those people the like physical Crocs of the uh, the staple uh, all terrain homing pigeon is what they were. Okay, and the price was incorrect. The price was three hundred fifty dollars, and was way too much money. So what I so what I said when we were in that I was like, listen, we've sold roughly five or ten of them or whatever it is. Take all of that money and create an special exclusive packaging just for the people that are going to be getting the sneakers right so i reached out to the design team and i was talking to them i was like hey we used this weber grill in the advertising campaign for like the lead up to these i want to have a box made 
that is a friends and family like edition of this sneaker and this is what we came up with so i'm gonna show you the, the shoes first like i guess i kind of showed you the box but like so here is the staple crocs like thing there's a huge condom wrapper on there we got a metal lighter like they're funky looking well, well in the advertising they were trying to do uh, like the whole brooklyn thing right yeah, and like if you were to watch like the videos for when they were like coming up, it's a dude walking around like New York just picking up trash on the sidewalk and stuffing it in his shoes. Yeah. Like, there's another one where like a guy's out grilling and like he's picking up the shoes off the Weber grill, like with, and I'm talking about like a, the tailgate grill, like with some tongs. So the design, like on that aspect, right? So like this now is a special edition, like grill type box that like, Jeff Staple has signed, and the only people that has the signed boxes are the ones that have the uh, the homing pigeon NFT. And we provided the this box without a signature for the owners of the previous Crocs NFT. They also got the shoe for free as well. So, like that's the type of thing that like you can get there. It's like, hey, like now there was a lot of work that like it it, it took for me to like actually like go through it just because we had some issues on like the Shopify side and all this other stuff for me to see who's actually a holder and who's not. But like, I now made sure that the people that were getting sneakers when I was these Crocs, when I was sending out, you know, 500 pairs that there's only, you know, 25 of them that are supposed to be getting this special box in the special packaging with the signature. And there's also like people that shouldn't be getting a signature and it's sorting it based off of what the holdings of their wallet when they checked out on the site was. Nice. Nice. So just recognize that. Cool. All right, well, Niblets, you guys connect um, outside of the show. You and you and Lemon, uh, I know that y'all both can uh, talk about what you need to talk about with uh, whatever that's going to be. Let's let's jump into this next topic, though. I want I want to. I didn't hear know what... we were chatting. I love it. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> always always interested to see what everybody else is working on. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, I, I think that would be a good uh, collab for y'all behind the scenes. Um, so this next topic, Jack Levin's X1 EVM will bridge Bitcoin and EVM using the VMPX token. VMPX token surges 4X. So I know this is a really big, like sensitive topic for the Zen community. Um, not so sensitive for the BRC20 VMPX uh, community. They're actually ecstatic about it. But uh, I was wondering, what's your uh, take on it, Shizzy? Because I know you're, you're huge in the Zen. So I'm a huge Zen fan, and um, I was a little annoyed by this because I've been burning Zen for a while now. And um, now it turns out that my allocation, I thought I was going to get a lot bigger because I burnt Zen with Phoenix. I burnt Zen with uh, Zen Doge. I, I been, burned Zen with um, DB Zen. And now I find out that uh, the VP, the VMPX holders are going to get a higher allocation, and they ain't burning shit. They're not burning anything. There's nothing to burn. So I've been burning and burning and burning like a freaking like a stoner. And um, I'm not going to get much X1 than I thought I was going to get. So that was a little pissed off. But on the other hand, I am a VMPX holder. <laughs> so but I, I didn't need to give away my Zen, you know, like I could be holding it. And I could just bought more VMPX and got the same allocation. So yeah. my ass is just throwing Zen away. And like, obviously, Zen's Zen's price now is shit. But I think in eight years, when the dilution kind of kind of stops and there's a whole bunch of things burning it, it's going to be worth a lot more. So I don't I just won't want to give it away for no reason. So I was annoyed. But then again, you know, my my VMPX did a 4X. So I was very happy about that. But so it's win win. It's lose lose. Um, I lost a shit ton of Zen that um, 
it's not going to get the same price to the X1 because the X1 is only going to be three v- v- VPM X. All right, it's what 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 is the 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 um allocation? It's one. It's thirty three percent. No, but it's one Zen. I'm sorry, one X one uh, to three VMPX that you burn. It's opposite. Okay, so it's three X one. So now I know the X one is going to be worth like six cents. So I burn a crap load of Zen, and I'm well, going to get like going to get yeah. like pennies so, for it. So so for for Nibblet and Lemon. So basically. Jack Lemon, Jack Levin is, is is the guy that started uh, uh, Zen. He had the whole burning. We 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 uh, have gone through about four episodes with Shizzy just breaking that down for us. So we know that, yeah. you know what that's about, right? So, what happened was when the BRC twenty space started to really gain some traction, um, Jack Levin actually was excited about it. Went over and he he just launched the token. It's so easy to launch a BRC twenty token. You don't have to do any smart contract stuff. You can. It's literally like simple JSON. You don't have to write anything. It's already there. You just put the four uh, letter ticker in. And so what he did was he he launched it because Jack Jack sees Bitcoin as like the Godfather chain, which it is. And I mean, there's so much liquidity on it, but it's also he believes that everything needs to be connected that's going to be a major part of the crypto uh, overall ecosystem. And he wanted to basically develop like a bridge from Bitcoin into Ethereum, but really both of them uh, going to his X1 chain that he's developing right now. And so um, a lot of uh, what what happened was everybody's asking for that utility for the BRC20 token, the VMPX that he he launched. It was actually like a meme. He It was ve- ve- basically it stands for Vampire X. Um, but everybody's asking him, what's the utility for this? What's the utility for this? And he was like, we're working on it. We're working on it. They came out with the utility, which was a bridge. They're building that bridge from Bitcoin to Ethereum. And basically... Everybody that burned all the Zen stuff, they got an allocation for that new chain, the X1 that he's building, by how much Zen they burned. But he also is trying. This is where I'm. I think that his his mind was at. He is trying to get the the BRC20 VMPX holders to relinquish their their tokens from the Bitcoin side and and stake them, right? And in in order to do that, what he did was he allocated them a 33% or, or so for every one VMPX token you stake or uh, give up, you get three X1 tokens. And that's what made all the Zen community not so happy about that. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. I know that was a lot of words, but hopefully that kind of caught you two up on, on what that story is about. But um, and, and how the bridge is going to work is um, he's creating a um, a copy of the v- VMPX token on the Ethereum, on Ethereum side, and he's going to use the other side, uh, the BRC20 side on that side. So he's going to lock them to in, in kind of like a vault. So when you want to go from Bitcoin to um, Ethereum, all you have to do is buy the VMPX token, tra- uh, bridge it over to Ethereum, you'll get the Ethereum version of, of that same coin. So it's win-win. They'll be the same price. So let's just say you have a ten thousand dollars on Bitcoin, and you're like, "Oh man, I wish I can go buy this NFT on Ethereum." Now you can just swap the Bitcoin for the VMPX token, uh, bridge it over to Ethereum, get the Ethereum version of the same token, sell that token in ETH. Boom! Now you just you probably did it in probably about ten to fifteen minutes because Bitcoin is so slow. But ten ten to fifteen minutes, you will have uh, your your allocation of VMPX over on Ethereum, which you can convert to ETH and then go buy your NFT. 
or if you say if you want to go buy a ordinal because there's some really cool ordinals out now you you have um ethereum you don't want to go to a centralized exchange because then it's all that you have to deal with that bullshit and but if you can just buy the vmpx token same thing convert it back over over in the bridge you get it in the brc form and then you swap that for the ordinal that you want what was um what was the use of the the, the nft that you can buy uh, for a- anything you want. Like, I'm just saying, like, if, if you wanted a board ape um, and you had money on. Oh, I thought you meant side. that it was like a Zen specific. No, no. no. Well, there is Zen, there's Zen NFTs, but there's there's but there's something different there. Um, You can lock your um, you can basically lock time. And then in in uh, 18 months, you get a crap load of Zen for locking your time. Yeah, I, I, uh, I actually was trying to go through my wallet to see because I remember when Zen had come out, it, all it did was just like spike gas prices and people just like, yeah. doing transactions. Um, and I'm sure that I did it. I just don't know which wallet or how I can track that. I'll have to go and see if you I can definitely want to figure it out because you, if if you go a few days after, you lose more allocation. So say if you locked, if you save you um you did, did the, you did the mint for the max time, 400 days. If you go 402 days, you have now you're you're getting less than you would have got 400 days. 400 day unlocks 401. It's less 402 is less 403 is less, and from that point on. Yeah. So okay. Hey. I probably lost it all then. We'll see. <laughs> no, it's usually an out a year out is what you would do. Yeah. Uh, Niblet, so any thoughts on this? Uh, all I you know, ironically, you know, I'm just thinking, damn. So Shizzy's got some VMPX in our in our little uh, in our little Ooh. club here. So Shizzy, at the very least, you know, you get some bragging rights. Yeah. So, you know. Wait, you- was that me or was that Yagobi? I think it was. Oh, it? crap. I can't remember which one of you. I think it was. No, it was. It was Shizzy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you bought. And if it did a 4X, you could be the anchor holding us up to mix metaphors. <laughs> yeah. You could you be want, the one you guys holding, wanna, up, holding us up. Want to jump into that? Oh, shit. Well, yeah. well, I, well, I wanted to talk about one thing before we oh, go. God, God. No. Yeah. Uh, so, first, I think the VMPX token, I think it's. Uh, I'm super bullish on it because of the total. So, it's the smallest supply that. It with anything that Jack's messing yeah. with, and the fact that like he is bridging, he's he is. Com- I think he's going to convince people to to move their BRC twenty tokens in there. In in a sense, it's it's not going to burn, but it's going to lock up a lot of those tokens. But yeah. that's uh, the one thing I want to talk about before we get into the uh, the portfolio thing is is this bad boy right here. Oh um, yeah, I almost forgot. So, um. The, the topic here is what is a recursive inscription? Are we, are, we doing B, are we doing BRC20s again this week? Is this it? This is the last topic because uh, this is a big one, though, Nibblis. You'll be very interested in this one. Um, so uh, first of all, an inscription is whenever you inscribe any type of data on a Satoshi, right? We know that that is ha- what ordinal theory is, right? And, um, well, ordinal theory is the, the sequence of, of the Satoshis, but really the ordinals are inscribing these images on Satoshis or BRC20s are inscribing the JSON uh, instructions for the tokens on Satoshis. But the biggest problem with uh, e- evolving on the Bitcoin side for DeFi was, uh, there's a couple issues, but one of the big issues that, we've been fighting is um, block space, right? And and or it's really space that you can inscribe, right? You have four megabytes and that is the limit. So when you're trying to launch a 10,000 PFP image, let's say NFT project on Bitcoin, um, it's expensive 
because you're trying to cram all of that in four megabytes, right? And so you also have to uh, try to keep the quality when you compress because you can't just have the file size as regular because it's not going to fit. What recursive inscriptions allows you to do, and this was an update that ha is happening tomorrow. Technically, people can do it right now, but um, Casey, one of the guys behind Ordinal Theory, um, basically uh, created this update to where you you can call other inscriptions that live on Bitcoin now into your inscription. So you don't have to try to cram everything in that four megabytes anymore. So there's obviously like quadrillions of Satoshis. And so block space is no longer an issue anymore. Or, or like, or, or not block space, but like the, the actual data space, right? Four megabytes. You don't have, that's no longer an issue. So basically, there was problems with putting games on there. People could put like very simple games, but now you can put very intricate games on there now. Put you can Grand build Death Auto on the basically blockchain. basically anything that you can build with JavaScript, you can now store on Bitcoin. Yeah. And and th this is huge because you know me in my mind, I go down the rabbit hole. Um, so I was just like, oh my god, like basically like this is a internet 2.0 that's going to live on Bitcoin now because. You're, you're talking about any type of, uh, you know, application, software, anything. As long as you can call all the inscriptions, they can work together, right? Um, an example of this is, uh, let me see if I have that. So well, why looking for, looking, yeah, yeah. I mean, does each inscription have a notion of what the next, of what the next Satoshi is? Or does there need to be a master sat that... Like, is it a hub and spoke or is it a series? So there's a parent subscription that kind okay. of sets the provenance, actually, yeah. in terms of like ownership, right? Yeah. Um, but it also sets, so there's a history of inscriptions on that Satoshi. You okay. can inscribe pretty much as many times as you really want. Uh, go ahead. If you had one of the interim sats, you wouldn't be able to use that to connect to all the other sats. You need the one that can map to all the others. Is that the way it's structured? So, yes, so that so, for example, let's say that you're trying to here, I'm going to share my screen real quick. Uh, share screen. And then window. OK, so if you can see this, do you see this is actually in one inscription? It, it might my, my thing is loading up here. Yeah, when, when you're sharing, for some reason, it goes real slow. Does it? Yeah, that's a problem I always have. Okay, always so like, anyway, it really isn't as slow. Yeah, so anyways, basically what this is is a collage of all those images are separate inscriptions. But what happened is that um, now you can create a recursive inscription that calls all those inscriptions to work together, and you can with JavaScript put together this collage, and yep. it's interactive. Yeah. Be yep. Before you couldn't do that. Yeah. Right. And and so. To me, it's almost kind of like it's it's like smart contract theory, but without the smart contracts because it's simple simpler code, right? You're not using Solidity, you're using JavaScript, right? But but sometimes, and and I've heard this recently, sometimes simpler wins. Yeah, you know, sure. being and and you don't think that way because you're like the tech is better, it's going to win out. And and I mean, if you think about like Apple phones, and then you compare them to Samsung phones, which yeah, 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 totally. you, you get what I'm trying to say. Totally. Um, but yeah, so, so 
So in this case, you still need to you need to hold the one ring that rules them all. You need the one ring that knows where all the other sats are. And if you don't have that, there's no way to there's no way to there's there's no map to tell you which of the sats connect together. Like if you had a game, you obviously needed all of the code, but you need the one sat with the inscription that tells you all the other sats that need to be um, connected for that. Yeah, because that because that one inscription is going to call all the inscriptions it needs. Yeah, because yeah. they all live they all live on the Bitcoin chain. Yeah, which is super interesting economically, right? Because you have a situation where you have X number of sats whose inscriptions are required for the piece of software, but only one of them, one of them is the linchpin. One of them is the key you need. And so that sat then potentially has a slightly different value from any of its, any of its um, components. And yeah, just, and just the, the economics of it just kind of break my brain a little bit thinking about how you have like, now you've got this case of you got like nominal value, real value, then you have sort of recursive real value, like there's all these different metrics of value. Um, that's yeah. How does the market figure? Oh man. Any sorry, so, make me think random thoughts. Exactly. So that's what took me down that rabbit hole. Right. And, yeah. and here's the, here's the thing that like it, it, doesn't it remind you of like an open source almost and i hate to i hate to dumb it down this much but like almost like an open source wordpress right no here i'll, I'll take you down like a little a little bit of memory lane so once upon a time in internet history way back like like web like pre-web there was a thing called usenet and usenet were a bunch of news groups and so you'd use a browser-like piece of software to connect to the usenets and the usenets were filled with bots and the bots would host files but what they'd actually host are parts of files because the files back then when everyone was on like a 2400 baud modem you couldn't it would take you like an hour to download an image let alone software and so what would happen was you'd have pirates would pirate software images um songs they'd, they'd pirate all of these media and then they would use the soft they'd use software to chunk them into small chunks so you'd see like if you want like an a, a, an mpeg of, of, a, of a TV show, it might have like 500 parts to it. And so you'd go up on Usenet servers and you would look for the first one. And it would say in the title, it'd be like one of 500, two of 500. And so the smarter software would be able to scour the Usenet servers for all of the items, grab them all, bring them to, to you, and then build, rebuild the MPEG for you and let, give it to you. But if you were missing just one, you would never be able to build because because of how it was broken up was not sequential. You might yeah. have data from different areas. And so if you're missing one of those, one of those pieces, you wouldn't have the whole thing, which is, so this is making me remind, reminding me of the days back on Usenet, trying to piece together a song um, and because it would be broken up in these little bits. And you'd have to try and build them. And then you'd have the thing at the, at the end, simply because the file size had to be really, really tiny in relation to the whole thing. I mean, this sound, it's funny. It's just like, you know, everything old is new again. This just, this, um, uh, just reminds me of, uh, of, of way back in the pre-web days. Got yeah. it. That's awesome. Much. Yeah. And Bonk says websites too. Yeah. I actually saw this, um, Fi uh, Cypher, which is a, a developer was in, in spaces, was communicating with Bonk about websites. You can host websites on there now. Uh, obviously in theory, right? We haven't seen one yet, but in theory you can host websites on there, but, uh, what I mean, would be the benefit you, of that? Um, I think it would just be like the fact that you can have your website on Bitcoin. I mean, you know, that yeah. it's, 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 you can say, I, like, imagine being the first website on Bitcoin. I'm, 
I see what with inscriptions being like an open source thing to where it's going to uh, it could turn. I mean, look, Google is a free service, but how much money does Google rake in? Right. On an annual basis. Right. Advertising, uh, and it's always started off as a free service. It's always been a, a, a search query. And then it turned into advertising and all these other products that they 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 put on top of it. But yeah. Um, any thoughts, Lemon, on this? I mean, I was almost wondering if like you had like something that like, is this a like a, just a different way that people would be doing like metadata and like changing things like, um, you know, that I know that that's a big deal for like, you know, at least like ETHNFTs is like, is the metadata locked? Is the contract locked? Like, is this something that can ever change? Um, but this is changing all the time, um, which I well, find really interesting. It's changing, but it's just kind of going down the line. You, you can't go. Can you go back and change something? Yeah, so like, you once can't, it's inscribed, can you go yeah, back? Well, you can you can inscribe a child inscription um, after that, but you have to if you're not the inscriber, you own that Satoshi. No, no one's going to be able to write over that, right? So, yeah. um, if I'm writing a software can, application, can someone I'm write to, a child inscription for a Satoshi that they don't own? No, no. Okay. No, because you have to have the actual Satoshi in possession to do that, right? So. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's different ways of, of looking at provenance, like the parent inscription, you can say that that will always show provenance of who, who started that. Right. Cause if someone tries to copy your art or whatever, but, um, yeah, I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. We'll see how, it, where it goes though. Right. Cause like, it's, it's so new. Well, it's starting uh, tomorrow. It hasn't even dropped yet. Right. Well, I'm just talking about like uh, ordinals in general, right? Because like, yeah. it's it's easy to get excited about Bitcoin DeFi because it, it it was pushed away so so much for so long that now everything every little update's exciting, right? Um, but this is different though. Like we haven't really seen yeah. we haven't seen this kind of technology in, in crypto in terms of in inscriptions. Um, but and there's something I read too that was really interesting about these. So basically, like, let's say um, if you want to do a ten thousand, um, you know, uh, ordinal uh, collection, right? That's going to cost you like between twenty and thirty thousand dollars to to inscribe all that. So with um, uh, with these, basically, you you can set it up to where I can take my my satoshi and mint and mint it using your your re recursive, and then it I, I I pay I pay for that one. And so you can set the limit at ten thousand, and I can come and it will randomize everything, like the hat, the glasses, the what, the mouth thing, the the shoulder pads, like whatever. And it it'll I can just have it. I can go and describe it using your your protocol. Boom! Now I have your NFT, but you didn't pay for it. I did. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And so like you you can just put it out. There's ten thousand of these max. It's all you can have. And then you you basically get, use a use your node. And then you can inscribe it, and it'll randomize it as as it goes. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Well, what they're doing is they're like inscribing like attributes, right? Like yeah. separately, so so they're not all being uh, yep. on on one in, in that four megabyte uh, Satoshi right limit. So so basically, they're spreading out like attributes. So that's how they're creating these these ordinal collections now. Yeah, it's way cheaper. Like, way cheaper. Like a tenth. Like it's now it costs them a tenth of what it would cost previously the old way so yeah that's that's pretty cool um but we'll see what happens wait help, help I'm, me i mean understand. i'm, I'm kind of go ahead what? no go ahead 
I was just kind of like thinking through like, you know, like applications as it builds out. Like, you know, I don't know if there's a way to token gate for like Bitcoin NFTs and the way that like things are doing in ordinals, like even something where it's like if I were to token gate to a single Satoshi or a group of Satoshis that like I've then almost made it that I have token like I, I've I've given access to this token gate to anybody that would ins like kind of inscribe an NFT, like, like you almost are able to give like a license to like access, like, yes. Yeah. So yeah, with, with, to with token gating, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Um, because you know, if you're going to inscribe like a QR code on a Satoshi and, and a lot of people find out about it, then they can just call that Satoshi in a new inscription, that recursive inscription that they create. But there's, there's people that are building like all types of stuff. Cause like, what's the scariest thing of all this? Like, if you think about it from none of us here are developers, but like we're all interested in, in Internet technology. Right. So uh, the scariest thing would be like in, inject injecting like uh, malicious uh, software right into like, oh, shit, the, into an application that. that's that's written on on the blockchain. Right. It's, it's not going to get to the core level because everything that's being built on this Satoshi is on the the ordinal core level which is built on top so it wouldn't get to that level but what what someone had brought up was okay inject injecting malicious software right and uh what cypher said is there's already like that's already that's that's so, something that's been happening forever so that's already been they're working on that right now you, you know like being able to, to double check and make sure that nothing is weird in the javascript that's trying to be injected uh nothing's being thrown off or like throwing off like with the code within the javascript like automatic detectors and stuff like that so we'll just see how that goes because like obviously like we're just talking right now but and and all we've seen is really like the, the the carousel that that's interactive with your mouse but that's exciting for me because i know once you can get because everybody that talks about JavaScript that's from a developer, like hardcore developer community. They, they say JavaScript is, is crappy. It's, it's like, you know, you can do a lot with it, but like we, you know, it's not like, um, you know, like the, the challenging languages that can do much more, but at the same time, maybe we don't need the super, super intricate type of language. We need more simplistic to be able to create these everyday use cases. I think that's what we're missing is the everyday use cases. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And we're, we've gone to solidity using smart contracts and, and smart contracts are not, they're not like super fluid. They're not super simple, you know, like they work for what we have now, but what if there was a, a process to where everything was more fluid and simple? We just got to see where, where the next step takes it though. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the question I had was, uh, this is kind of a naive question, um, was about the, the fees. So is, if I understood you correctly, you know, as you're discussing this, is it the case that when you, in, you have to pay, you pay your fees per sat inscribed, is it possible to batch to just say, look, I'm going to batch these 100, 100, I'm going to, I'm going to inscribe these 100 sats because I need this much space for my software. I want to put on on in, the, in these ordinals. Can you batch that inscription, or does no each inscription levies a fee, um, no matter how you group things? So I think that they are batched, but they're not done the same way to where you're trying to cram everything into the four megabytes. Because really, the reason why the fees are so high is because how how does it work with the miners? You're, you're basically it's an auction, right? Like you, you're going to pay for how much block space you're going to take up. 
right? So that's why, like, if you're doing a 10K ordinal collection and you're trying to do it all in one shot, like the old way, you're going to pay a high-ass fee for that because you're saying, I want this much space on this block, right? And so if you're able to break that up into a bunch of different blocks, then it's so much cheaper for you to do that. But then you can just call all those together on that recursive inscription. Does that make more sense? Sort of. Uh, but for each for each sat that it, okay, because you could be you could be calling other inscribed sats that you didn't pay for. Somebody else made that inscription. And so calling that is that comes for free. That, yes. That's you're not paying for. Got it. So it's only okay. So early days, there's gonna be a high cost because we're still flushing out the library of sat of inscribed sats. But as that library grows and grows and as new inscriptions can call other inscriptions more and more then over time the overall cost goes down because we've we've we're filling the library fill with of of these freely accessible uh, i don't know I, 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 I think i see the additional side to it that like the cost is high because you're saying that i want this transaction to go through right now and it is the high priority transaction versus i'm doing ten thousand transactions i don't care when they go through it it's it's sure. how much are you willing to pay to do that transaction all 10,000 of back to back to back to back to back to back, like in a way that's not interrupted. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, Nibblis, they do call it the library too, is, is what it's being built out. It's like, a, it's going to be, it's basically a live living library on, on, on uh, Bitcoin. But I think where maybe, um, maybe it might be different is um, still in the beginning, because you have to think about it like you still if you're trying to build an application you're going to have to inscribe data that is specific for that application right yeah. so 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 like let's say it might be ex- more expensive because you yeah you you're paying for like each separate ins- inscription but like down the line yeah you you can pull and stuff it's almost kind of like the wordpress uh, example yeah. I gave, like with the plugins, right? Like the free plugins. Like you can, I don't want to pay for a plugin. I want the free one. And there's a library of tons of them whenever I'm building a website. But, but like it's still cheaper from the aspect of uh, block space. Like, so yeah. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't want to cram in all, you can't actually yeah. cram in a, a full on application or video game in four megabytes, anyways. But what you can do is you can do like, very small bits and pieces at the time it's gonna be way cheaper each block but um and then call them later once you have it all built out it's probably tedious but it you can get stuff done did you guys just hear that Uh uh-uh i think a bitcoin maxi just shit the bed somewhere (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's the sound yeah i mean if you're not excited about this then you you, you don't like innovation at all take a step back though there's just like this is this not last like five months. If you if I told you six months ago, like, hey, we're gonna be building libraries on Bitcoin, you would have told me get the hell out of here. You're fucking. I, you're I told you I, I laughed hard when I found out that like the uh, mempool got stuck to where Binance had to uh, stop. Well, uh, that was Binance's fault. Yeah, but but like I wasn't even thinking like Bitcoin, like tokens on Bitcoin at the time. Like when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, they're so, I hate maxis in my mind. I was like, they're so stupid. Like ETH is like that. This is not even, that's dumb. I didn't even pay attention. I went back to the meme. I I went back to the meme thing at the time, at the time I felt that way. And then I'm saying even at the, even at the time to me, it was just like someone will figure it out if it is possible. Like 
you're saying like, you know, if I was six months ago and they're like, Hey, we're doing NFTs on Bitcoin. I'd just be like, Oh, cool. We don't have to use like stacks or whatever it is. Someone figured it out. <laughs> like I had figured that originally that, that like, maybe there's a way to do it with, um, you know, how a transaction would be written in red and like, um, you know, getting as, you know, small down to like basically just carving on a penny the way that like some people like talk about yeah. it, like makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also was thinking like the tech is shitty. But like, it's compared... so slow. Yeah, exactly. It's the like... tech is shitty compared to Ethereum at the time. But then the 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 capitalist in me came, like started kicking it. It was literally like three days after I laughed about it. I probably tweeted something or sent uh, Shizzy a DM on Twitter and was like, ah, I'll just... and then three days later, it just hit me on my head. And I was like, yeah. Do you know how much fucking liquidity if, is on Bitcoin? I was like, do you know how much money is on Bitcoin? Hold on a second. If they can, if they can get this going, so much then I want to be there. I want to be there, and and then it and then it happened. The reason why also I was I was like, th so this isn't the first time that that people have tried different things on Bitcoin. Like in in, in I think it was 2012, the colored coins, they talk about that. Like people tried this, but then they, they got forced to fork like with Bitcoin cash and Bitcoin silver. So the, the, the Bitcoin maxis really, really try to push people out that try to build on Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. But this time they couldn't do it because the hype was so much and it became something that actually like people like. I mean, I see it to some extent that like the space was in a, in a in in a spot where it was like primed for it to be able to do this. Like in the okay. Ethereum NFT smart contract bull market, the best developers are going to be building on Ethereum because that's where the money's being made. So if the money's no longer coming in at Ethereum, you know, you might have developer teams that are like moving around, shifting, and being like, okay, like what can I do in the meantime to innovate? Like you know, while things are quiet. You know, maybe they're maybe they're they've been pushed out of the, the 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 Ethereum NFT space, but can create some sort of innovation to build on the Bitcoin you know side. That like because of the lull in the bear market on like the Ethereum smart contract NFT side, like it almost was like, okay, well, I could have made two hundred billion dollars doing Ethereum smart contracts. But now I can't make any money on that. So I might as well like see what else is out there. You would have it that like the, the path of least resistance for the best developers is going to be in, on Ethereum when it is profitable. When it's no longer profitable or they're like they're even losing money, like those developers, they don't just go away. You know, they're going to start doing other things that like, OK, well, I, my opportunity cost isn't two hundred thousand dollars this year. My opportunity cost is a thousand dollars. But if I get this thing to work on Bitcoin, like I'm going to make two million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. There was a, there's a lot of developers that, well, I won't say a lot, but a good amount that came over from Ethereum, but also Solana. It was like a, uh, there's people from Hedera. They're, they're coming right, the over. Entire and, NFT, the entire yeah, NFT that, space yeah, was exactly. in the absolute gutter. Yeah. And so it was like, I was successful doing this there and I was making money and it was easy money there, but it's no longer easy money. Is there another way that I can do this? Yeah. And you can start to tell who the, more of the grifters are and who's more like og and that like actually care a little bit longer that you're you're in that in this in this space but anyways yeah i know we're getting close to getting you know to cut off time shizzy do you want to do the do the well i saw so you, you pulled up real, that thing yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so he sent me this let me uh grab it up let me see there you go there you go so i'm 
did this and it was for seven days and then I forgot about it. Until <laughs> so you he's, it his penalty is 99%. Oh <laughs> so my not, God. So you might get like one Zen. But your estimated <laughs> Zen, your estimated Zen was 5,418 5, for seven days and you let it go 229 days. So. Yeah, let's say that I wasn't an, an idiot and I took 5,418 Zen, like, can you tell me that, like, I was not going to be, like, you know, uh, like it's, like, it's less than a dollar. All right, fine, fine. we're fine. Okay, I, I was going to be kind of pissed if it was, like, yeah, like, you would have made, like, you know, yeah. a so million for, for dollars. A, for a year, I would get about 26 million Zen, and right now that value is about $90. So, here's, I mean, what's the gas that, fee for you to do it for a year? So, when, when I did that in October, the gas fee was like seven bucks. So I still made like eighty. That's a great return. That's a great return. The returns are amazing. Yeah, like I mean, obviously the risk is high. Like you know, Zen could be zero. But like even if even if the price of Zen collapses to a you know at the time, let's say when you minted it, it was seven dollars. As long as and you're saying right now that that Zen would be worth you know ninety if you let it go for the entire year. I have a even if the price of Zen went down, you know. 80%, 80%, you're still probably tripling the money that you would put in there. That's like, well, like, yeah. I don't know, dude. No, yeah, it's, kinda, that, that, that is why. Am I a Zen Maxi? I'm <laughs> dude, I, I'm supposed to be getting 26 million and I only have one Zen FT. Yeah, you'll get, yeah, because you did the um the one VMU, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you'll get 26. It's, it's, it's about 100 bucks and you probably paid like less than 20. Yeah, but next year, though, it's going to be 10 million. Boy, well, you no, guys you gotta... have been hemorrhaging money since I fucking. <laughs> was in here the last time what the hell uh, yeah uh, we've been getting our asses kicked bro <laughs> have you seen them have you seen the markets have you seen the market we are down uh 35 i'm gonna run through this real quick so um if anyone doesn't know what this is this is our dca portfolio we started this uh back in like february and every week we each get a hundred hours to put in um and we get to pick any any crypto you want the dca in you can also sell and you can also um go into usdt for a later date but i don't think anyone's going usd usdt with these prices so um but we also we have a new thing uh that lemon doesn't know about but um so every week now we do a bet and see so we each um for an extra 25 hours so um we do a um a, what was bitcoin's price be at 8 30 next wednesday and last week uh yagubi said he, he said yawn and then he said twenty six thousand. You yawned and then I wrote it down. I don't know why, but yeah. And then Nibbleth wrote twenty five thousand two hundred. And I wrote twenty two thousand. I'm sorry, Nibbleth wrote twenty five thousand two hundred, and then I wrote twenty two thousand five hundred. Yeah, but you were good up until like three o'clock. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You want me to go back? No, I'm looking at the times. Hold on. So eight thirty. Yeah. Is this Eastern though? No, I'm Central. So. So at at eight thirty, it was twenty six thousand. No, I'm no. just kidding. No, it was twenty five thousand one hundred and thirty five. So if so, you um, it's what is the rule? It's can't go over, right? It's the Price is Right rule. It's I'm over, um, I'm over by like fifty bucks. Again. Oh my gosh! So oh, she's you... my first win. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, but yeah, Nibbles, you should have won that, dude. You were, you were so much closer than I was, but um, 
Yeah. All so right, what we got? Lemon, since you are our guest today, this week, you have a hundred hours. Where do you want to put it? Damn it, I forgot that I need to do this. Um No, no worries. You want, want me to come back to the end? You wanna take some time? Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah, right. yeah. All right, since, I want. Yagobi, since you were last place, you can take it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my money in. See, I don't know if. Uh, can you look up SHNT? Uh, it's not on here. It's not. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it is. Sound yeah, center. dude. I know that this is like risky, but like, isn't it up like fifty percent today? Oh no, down sixty percent. Okay. Do you, do you know that's that's the the project that Francis uh, Dune is behind? Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that. that. They they auction off the satoshis that they find, and they they burn, they buy back what they auction for the satoshi, the rare ones, uncommons and stuff, and then they burn with their their uh, shnt with oh, wow. what they make, and they do the auction. They're going to start doing the auctions a lot. So, I know what's their what's their market cap like. Uh, Mark Cap is hold on. Probably not big, but I get a hundred, right? Yeah, hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm gonna do fifty in in them and fifty in VMPX. You're gonna do VMPX up four X. They're up four X right now. Yeah. From Are where they? they were last last week. What what was their all time high though? Their all time high was was thirty five cents. Dude, I think they're heading that way. Okay. I mean, I, I, I'm going to just, I want to put it in there. You are chasing a candle up to Oh, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. That's not, yeah, let me it not It is the that. only green. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have a few other ones, but. Yeah, let me not it's up do to you. that. You can no, no. Yeah, that's that's probably not the smartest decision. Um, I want to do something that's non-BRC20. How the hell would you want to do that? What's, <laughs> what's. <laughs> What's uh, Polygon at? Sixty-three cents. They they bounced back a little bit already, right? Did they? Okay. No, I mean everything got hit again. Polygon's been hammered over the past few days. What Especially what what made that? What 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 was the reason why they were called out? Was there? The, I think they were named specifically in one of the documents that came out of the SEC. Yeah, they were, yeah. but like, what was there like a specific reason they were called out? Do you know? So the uh, no, another reason was the the market makers who owned Binance they dumped all their coins, and the market makers had a huge bag of Matic. So that was another reason why it dropped drastically because the market makers gave up. No, I mean, like, what was the reason why they got called out in, as a security though? Oh, just one of the examples. It was just a, a string of you know these are the ones we think yeah, are same reason Solana. So unlucky. Or, no. or good, <laughs> or somebody in the SEC figured they'd you know dump and then pump. Gotcha. Yeah, that uh, that guy, what was his name? That that freaking guy from uh, that prom, guy, prom or Oh, you prom mean He probably wanted the bag. You mean that that guy with that was pumping Algorand a couple years ago? Uh, <laughs> his name? Gary Gensler. Yeah, yeah. Gigi. Uh. Um, all right, so my other fifty dollars. Let's put it in. Um, let's see. <laughs> I'd hate to do this, but I feel like I need to. Let's put it in XRP. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do the same thing. Yo, really? Yeah, oh, man. I was about to like. 
we about to we're about to go three hundred hours in XRP right now. Hey man, like XRP took a dump because XRP did what XRP always does. Once there's like like it's probably the worst token with buy the rumor, uh, sell the, sell news. the news. Um, because it was pumping up to like fifty six cents. Um, up until the Hinman uh, emails were released yeah. literally yesterday. By the way, we didn't go over that today, but uh, oh yeah, it was one of the things. Pretty pretty crazy. Um, ah, it is. It, what it's it hard is. to hit all the topics. But yeah, yeah, it is what it is. All right, you're done, um, Mr. Niblets. All right, before I make my picks, I just like to call everyone's attention to two weird things that are in the charts right now. Um, Die and Frax are up five cents. What? So like yeah. over a dollar? Five percent? Yeah, yeah, they're like a dollar, almost a dollar five each. And they, they both of them had a spike, just a recent spike from even, from dollar even all the way up to a dollar five. I don't know why that happened. I can't. Well, it's probably because people are out of crypto and into in, into those tokens. It's, There's, it's over collateralized. It's the only thing that makes money. sense, and there aren't, and you know, there's there's fewer and fewer stables around, but uh, but yeah, just both of them experienced a uh, a, a big spike of uh, five percent today. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so um, yeah, I think uh, I think my money is going into. Oh damn it. Yeah, you you stole my you stole my idea with uh, with XRP. Um, you can continue. I can I can yeah. the XRP, but uh, no. Uh, so we're gonna put a little bit. We're gonna put um, half of that into Canto. Uh, I know it's our number one, but I've just yeah. got strong conviction in Canto, yeah. and it's it's doing exactly what I want it to do now. Right? This is this is accumulation right now, so it's it's trending down exactly where I want it to be. Do you guys think the the uh, twenty um, what is it? I forgot what they're called. Um, you know the group of tokens that fall into the 20 I can't even remember what the name is. Um, ISO or whatever. Oh, hmm. you know no. what I'm talking like Hedera, Hashgraph, um, Quant. They all fall under this this group of tokens that are trying to like basically fall in, in suit with like the CBDC stuff. Um, XLM's in there. Okay. Um, anyways, my question is the, that group of tokens, do you guys think that they're going to, let's say that like the SEC comes through and, and says, fine, we are going to give like a, a strong framework here. Like that gives you clarity. Do you think that group of tokens gets like the first big boost up because they're kind of, following trying to follow suit with the cbdc i i don't think so i i i think the um i think they want to des destroy everything right now and um i don't think they're gonna give anything clarity until i think they're, they're on only the new stuff is gonna get clarity anything new that hasn't been tainted already i don't think i, I think they just want to do away with everything they, they're gonna they're gonna drag this thing out i think until until Biden's presidency is over. And by that point, I think a lot of the treasuries will be drained and a lot of these things might be gone. Yeah. So look it up though when you get a chance. It's ISO 222. Yeah. yeah. And 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 they're called the they're basically called the top compliant cryptos. It's quant, <laughs> right? XRP. 
uh Al- algorands those also Algorand. in there yeah. and, and so so yeah. that go that that squashes everything <laughs> now i've heard i i can't remember where i've heard but i've heard that canto is not a isn't a fork of hedera but i've i've I think I've, I've heard that Kanto has some, some 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 lineage, some similarity to Hedera, or is it? Oh, no, it's uh, you're talking about e- Evimos, um, over on um, Cosmos. It's a fork oh, from um, okay. Ev- Evimos. What was Hedera? What did it, where did Hedera keep coming up? I can't remember now. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll just I'm going to drop the other half uh, into Camelot for similar reasons. Yeah. Um, Grail has taken just a just a beating recently and i just don't think it deserves that kind of a beating so it, it, it feels like it's on sale yeah i'm actually a holder of this i've been watching this and uh it's not fun to watch so. no it's and i don't just mean a recent beating like it's been a it's been like a month two months of just steady down 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 yep not fun i was i was holding this from four thousand dollars to a thousand so that's Ooh, fun. oh it's like your phantom uh, part two Oh man, dude, it's it's been just murder lately, dude. Like, oh, no. Ugh, crypto's not fun no more. <laughs> <laughs> I will give a little shout out to one of my one of my favorites, the uh, Imagine AI folks. Um, yes, they're doing good, ain't they? They're doing surprisingly well. Like they've, um, you know, yes, that's you know that's a red line there, but uh, you know anything that's around that's sort of you know like. 17 to 20 range um yeah. is surprisingly good consider considering how far above where they're how far above that is from where they were when they first came out just a few months ago so despite the bad news despite the harsh market conditions um overall they've been holding themselves up pretty well especially the past few days when things have been looking mm-hmm. grim elsewhere so um good job guys uh but and you know Full disclosure, I do hold. That's why I'm watching it because I do hold some. Uh, because with their with their AI service, you get um, you get advanced access to a lot of their to all their beta um, yeah. features if you hold over a certain amount of their tokens. So I want access. Yeah, I, I I'm actually I use them. Um, I have a Discord, um, and I actually yeah. have uh, uh, Midjourney, and that sometimes the sometimes the, their images are a little. Better, better and cartoony and i'm trying to do like um like thumbnails and stuff so i, I will I'll, I'll mess with them a little bit as well yep for sure but mid-journey is just a million times better but. ah well yeah no doubt no doubt well let's just say yeah mid-journey is because it's a general purpose image ai yeah. and ai is a very sort of niche play um very very specific uh, yeah, I'll tell you what though, Majority does get like backed up to where I have to wait like 10 minutes, 15 minutes sometimes. But then yeah. I, I that's why I'll jump on Imagine AI and, and that's usually pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh so I'm gonna put my whole 125 in uh OXPT. I think uh wow. Bitgod is um he's doing something and when he when he comes finally comes out with some news, um it, this thing's gonna pump and pump hard. <laughs> it better and be I'm the big, to take the risk. It better be the biggest news ever because all he has everybody... to do is come out and say we're burning you burn your OXBT for these NFTs, and half the supply is gone. Yeah, that's all you gotta say. I know you're not a big fan of Bit God, no, but no, 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 I'm, I'm not. I mean, I, I, I like him. I like him. I just feel like there's been good works, of... man. He's on every yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... No, no, he's gr- he he grinds for sure. Like I just feel like there's a lot of people like waiting for and have been waiting for like that announcement. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I'm but, one of them. Yeah, so we'll see so... what happens. 
Okay, so speaking of, in this environment where things are right now and where you think things are going, I mean, is this the kind of, is this the timing for a big announcement or would you wait for things to get worse or wait for things to get better? Like, is this the moment? Or, and I mean by this, not just like today, but, you know, this sort of range of, of immediate time horizon. Is That's this a really good point. I yeah, think I people think... are building the infrastructure of, if you're talking about uh, ordinals specifically, BRC20 specifically, that I think that that space, they're building infrastructure out at a pace to where they are probably trying to time it up until whenever Bitcoin starts to take off strong. Right. I just mean for an announcement, because you were saying, you know, this announcement yeah. for OXBT better be huge. And I started wondering, well, if is this the most opportune time for a big announcement or would you want to do it later? Probably later because of the market. Market's yeah. not great. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not in OXBT anymore. Don't hate me, but I, I mean, I probably I might get back in if it's cheap. Still, is it like seven cents still? Yeah, I actually took some profit on on VMPX and then took that and put that in OXBT. So I, I am, uh, you know, I am a holder of OXBT. I, I actually have a yeah. pretty big bag right now because I've been. Uh, I I'm, I don't like the frown. I like the average down. So <laughs> that's just kind of my thing. So. Um, I've been I've been buying I've been buying more and more of it and I'm actually hoping it goes to three cents because I'll buy more. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So Lemon, what do you think? Is this if you had a big announcement, a big product announcement? Is this would you just jump in right now or would you hold back and wait? I I, I don't like the way that the like SEC is doing shit. So like I'd yeah. probably just wait. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they like I I just was I was I was really disappointed to see like the way that they had taken everything after like. You know, it just seemed like they were just sort of like, oh, like, okay, like, we're just gonna start like slinging lawsuits, like for no reason, like, you know, it, it, it just put your head down and just hope that you don't get dinged by something random because somebody read about your token or whatever in like some article, like, mm. you know, no um, yeah, it's the, so, it's the that sticks up that gets hammered down. Yeah. Can you, can we, can I take a look at my little baby maple? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Let's take a look. Hey, by the way, I haven't been on long enough in a while where we were would have been able to take like crazy good profit. So like yeah. I I blame, you know, <laughs> the fund and not you know. <laughs> so, good, good what's point. the uh what's the what's like the, the, the whole thing look like for it? All right, so um you are down fifteen dollars, you put approximately one a one eighty nine in there and yeah. um, what does it look like from the like of the chart the yearly yeah yeah oh yeah 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 no we we've added more to to maybe yeah, we have yeah, yeah we, we put a oh so it's your fault that's why i'm at a loss <laughs> probably <laughs> go to the let's look at the 90 day management sucks <laughs> yeah you guys probably fucking bought the top duh of course we probably probably did no what it was yeah, like, oh, this is just going yeah. All right. So yeah. Um, I think you were you were on in around May, so I think you were buying around here. One of them I bought like at the up. bottom in here, and I was like, yeah, "Oh, was, okay. wasn't it? like, yeah." I don't know if it tells you what your buy times were. Um. Actually, yeah, I can. Let me uh, go back. Hey, Shizzy, you want to just give uh, some clarity on on that uh, the hat giveaway? Like we'll we'll do like something on on the DeFi discussions Twitter. You want to do something like that for a competition or something? Um, I actually think m multiple Migs got it, dude. He's the only person to pop the lemon in chat. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that too. 
I mean, I'd like to so. see like some sort of like social media stuff somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, let's, let's do that. Let's um, yeah, you yeah. want to um, like, not trying to, yeah. Well, like, uh, make, make so I'll make sure that like if you're somehow like not the winner, that like I, I'll take care of you. It's fine. Like just. How about uh, this? How about uh, how about we do the, the hat for your for your next appearance, and we'll we'll pump the shit out of it, and okay. then um, there we go. So we'll do something like that. Yeah, so, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk after uh, the show. Get a get 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 Migs's wallet address because like I want to see like if I have something just because like he was the only one that stuck something. Yeah, he's sure. definitely get something. We'll, de- we'll definitely I'll send him, yeah. whether I send him some Bitcoin or something. He'll definitely get something. But yeah, we're gonna send him our maple losses. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you can see what the yeah, like yeah, buy yeah. T- yeah. like buys were on maple. Okay, here you go. So you were the first person to buy maple. You bought it at four dollars and ninety-seven cents. Yeah, because right now boss. it's at five sixty-one. But no, it went you're, you're all the up way on up. that one. Yeah, and we bought we bought some more at seven. <laughs> that was me. Bought some more that at was seven. Me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we bought Thanks. some more at six. We bought some more at six. So we we are good, good, good. Yeah. So hi. Um, you you popped the price right now. It's like then, five something. Yeah, right now it is five sixty-one. So if it, if, right, if, it was, if you DCA down, what happens if you do the same thing in reverse on the way up? Was there a, is there a term for losing money on the way up like that? Um, yeah, buy high, sell low, baby. Or, <laughs> buy, yeah, or you sell and then you buy less and then you buy less and you buy less. Yeah. And like, wait a second, I didn't actually make any money on this. I lost money. Like that's my, that's my strategy. I, I mean, I like it. I mean, it's foolproof. What do you want to do? You want to do ten of them? Let's do. Uh, let's do. Let's do fifteen dollars of maple. Fifteen? Yeah, fifteen dollars of maple. Right, three, um, four, two, three, eight. Doesn't gotta be exact, but oh, close. All right, there we go. Um, I want you to search for this this token, uh, like Koji or Kuji or something like that. Yeah, no yeah, idea no. about it. I just saw it. I was like, you know what? Like, let's. Like K U J I or K O G J I. That's probably. And what what is this? Yeah, guy? yeah. I want. I don't know. I just click on. <laughs> it's not my money. <laughs> so Koji is that? Oh, that's a lot of zeros. Uh, point zero 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 three eight seven. You imagine it goes to a dollar though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go ahead. If you want to hit the uh, the the not the transaction, chart. I want to see the chart on it. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, it's up seventy over the past twenty four hours. We're 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 a little it's late. Moving. Let's see. What's the market cap uh, on this thing? Let's do the ninety day. It's been just zigging and zagging. It looks like. Woo. Okay. Or maybe not. What, what 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 is this? That is that is a dangerous looking chart. Like it looks like it looks like it looks like there was an announcement. Might be KUJI. There's an announcement that the, that the team left. <laughs> it's like, it's like the uh, announcement. They got the team they got things leaving. to do. Like the team's like now. Oh, Kujera? Oh, there we go. Okay, I'm a holder. Yeah, of, yeah, this. Yeah. So of course you are. Of course you are. It's yeah, on Cosmos okay. Adam, and I'm down on it as well. So, well, I'm not. A, I'm about to not be. So let's go down. Let's take a look <laughs> at this chart. I want to see this. This. This 90 day. Yeah, there you go. This is 90 right here. Yeah, there you go. All right, pump like 50 dollars into this. 50. 
It's a good time. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm actually down on this. I believe so. Yeah. No. Now I got you looking at me like I'm. I, I lost everything on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I, I. I don't think I got enough in. I, I think I'm close. So yeah. Not this one. But by my this point one, was like in like February. Yeah. 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 No. I gotta add it real quick. No, I'm talking about for you personally. You know, you're like I should get in that. What was that coin again? And you're like, oh yeah, like it's got all the zeros. Oh, that guy. I'm not touching that. That chart looked terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we'll do this one. We'll do 50 in this. Um, I can't wait for it to, like, skyrocket and, like, I hop in the next time and, like, I just missed the boat for the sale and it's a loss. But, you know, live and die. Uh, yeah, so submit that. And Would you want to do 50 or no? Yeah, 50 and then the rest I want to throw in okay. Litecoin. Litecoin? Yep. Okay. I love We're Litecoin. getting diverse. Litecoin? <laughs> everywhere. It's like it's I love now it. a privacy coin though. And it's about to have the price. Yeah. Oh, I didn't well, I see wanna, that. Well, I want to I want to see the chart really quick cuz I got to be oh, able yeah, to put sell order in so that like, you know, you guys don't miss the boat. <laughs> $73. Yeah, let's take a look at the 30. Ooh, it's a good, really good time to buy. The having's coming yeah. up too. Yeah, yeah. Um, hit the ninety again. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So let's buy here and stick the rest of it in there. And when we hit, wait, scroll back down. Yeah. If I'm not here, um, I want to sell at eighty-four. Eighty-four. So are we, are we day trading now? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> hell yeah man this is a good actually this is a really nice spot to buy that like it really know? is i mean the thing is is i look at it i was like okay i got like my random one i got my you know my little baby and then i got something that like you know like i'll track the market because i think we might have overcorrected a little bit but we may not have and we'll see and this is uh 35 right so it's 15 50 was that yeah, yeah. So 50, yeah 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 how many different tokens did lemon buy with 100 bucks <laughs> Three, three, right? Oh, okay, three. That's not There's bad. these, and then um, the ones I had previously bought were like uh, some maple. Well, there was maple. There was a bunch of like lending protocols. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, like, I think I had. Hey, bought. I didn't I realize. Doing, Shizzy, I didn't realize you. You. you there said... was liquidity. How did liquidity do? It's at the bottom. I saw it. Um. So there you were down about sixteen dollars on your twenty-five hour put in. So. Plus about 22%. All right. Uh, blur them down a lot. Um, 30, yeah, about half. I think graph I'm down a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, there's winners and there's losers and, you know, it's all right. Yeah. I'm sure that there was somewhere that, like, you know, I absolutely would have sold it because, you know, I'm just a seer and, you know, you guys are like, oh, this is great. So. Well, this is we're holding it for the for the bull market. We're gonna see uh, how much yeah, our little yeah, DCA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm not trying to make money now. I'm just, just, Do you, just, you guys know how rich we're, gonna, we're how rich we're gonna be in the bull market, right? Like how many Honestly, different coins we got, dude? Dude, this is the Shizdex, bro. The this is what down. I do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's that was that was fun. Yeah. You want to hit any any last topics before we go? No, nah, I think we're good. I didn't realize that you actually put uh, Papa Lemon in the chat thing. So, um, yeah, I didn't see that. I just wanted to. Like I said, we'll, we'll definitely, um, we'll definitely figure it out. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely hook him up with something because he deserves yeah. something. So. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, Mates, I don't have. Um, 
multiple makes. Hit me up on uh, on Twitter. Get in my DMs, and uh, we're, we're gonna send you something. What were you saying? Oh, I was just saying. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any more topics that we need to hit on. I think we did pretty yeah. good today. Yeah. I appreciate all y'all jumping on, like always. Lemon, appreciate your your uh, fashionably late presence. Um, but yeah, man. We started with I think the first time I was late by like an hour and a half and like this yeah it's getting better every time yeah you're getting better that's yeah, the that's the like, that's some I learned from thing. my mistakes or something yeah. like that yeah shout out to the uh, the the ordinals communities the Bitcoin maxis yeah. the the frogs ribbit wibbit wibbit well we we have a, we have we have something big going on Sunday Sunday morning at seven a.m. with um, some guys from the council we don't want to give anything away yet but. If you are uh, an avid so, listener, yeah. definitely want to tune into that because we might be giving out some alpha. We don't know yet, but it's yeah. looking like uh, the guy, the guys from teaser. the council might be dropping something on our show. Maybe not, so we'll though. See. Maybe not. Maybe we not. Don't... Yeah. So, we'll but it'd be really cool, Serge, if you're listening. What time? <laughs> that I should time skip that based on that. Time. I should expect a profit off whatever they're doing. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not. We're not profiting. Can post. <laughs> but that's our lawyer that's our uh, legal yeah. representation yeah. right there. no 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 i'm suing everybody in this, in this chat it's just like oh like they might be driving some might not be i'm like oh, I'm, i think that i'm a, a reasonable expectation of profit here like shizzy like you know keep your fucking hey keep your mailbox open all right like you know there's gonna be you know a complaint a couple lawyers are there pretty quick yeah, yeah, yeah oh man should be fun look dude the market's down you got to make money somehow yeah. and I'm, yeah. i want to see some youtubers oh no i was just wondering what what time sunday what time what time should oh uh, we're gonna be live at 7 a.m in the morning oh eastern <laughs> eastern yeah eastern eastern yeah, yeah. So, what, that's about four o'clock for you now if you want to join us Yikes! Why 7 a.m.? Like, are because they like uh, Dubai, Singapore, Dubai, Singapore, and somewhere else, right? Uh, du- du- Dubai is eight hours ahead, and Singapore is twelve. How yeah. does like the night? Uh, you guys should. You guys can. I mean, if they're like up to staying up late, like you guys could do something at like 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 p.m. Like I have calls in India all the time. Yeah, we're, yeah, it's a little late for me. I'm more of an early person. Yeah, we both actually wake up really early. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just works out this way. I we just, did, we, are, we did, our, yeah, we did our first call actually. It was five in the morning for me. Yeah, um, but, for me. but yeah, so it should be exciting. You know, we'll see what's up on Sunday uh, morning, seven Eastern. We should, you know, we did, we, I, we got confirmation, I believe, today. But if anything changes, we'll let y'all know. Uh, it'll be on the Twitter. Um, appreciate today the audience. We need y'all support, though. Yeah. We we hit a hundred subs. I ate my hundred sub cake. I got, got that now. You got twenty in like three days, dude. dude you you got a hundred subs and you didn't eat a hundred subs. Like this is bullshit. No, like, I know, man. Like, I was, well, I, I'm a sweet, I'm a sweet tooth, right? So I, I had this hundred sub cake I've been waiting for at ninety eight for like two months. No, but uh, we appreciate everything. Hit the like, smash it no, a like. Great job hosting, man. You great job hosting. Gave me a little break. That was fucking cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. Any last, any last word? Any last comments? Uh, Niblet, start with you. It's dangerous out there, kids. Seriously. <laughs> and then lemon. Wait, what'd you say? It's dangerous out there. What? Kids, play safe. Play safe, kids. It's dangerous out there. 
safety first. Don't then play team it wear, safe. Yeah. Yeah. Wear okay. shoes in the house. Yeah. And then uh, okay. no one made a million dollars off of a dollar playing it safe. Yep. Make sure <laughs> hey, you follow all our Twitters, style. all our Twitters at Shizzy DeFi, at Niblis, at Yagobiverse, at Lemon underscore ETH, and Lemon Law underscore Whoa. ETH. And we will see y'all next week. Peace out. Peace. Next week. Peace out.